describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. So, so actually, yeah, Martin, you are in the box because uh, Brian lost the last one. So you you uh, you didn't really notice it, but uh, Dandy goes, uh, and you kind of look up, and there's this creature that is affixed to the ceiling and is descending upon you. So, so do do we get any actions, or do I just roll for initiative? No, you get you get your action at this point. Okay, so I'll I'll just try to to jump away to to dive uh, as far east as I can. Okay, great. And uh, Dandy. So it's about to hit Mildred, not me. All, all you, all, everything looks like you know because you're obviously halfling. You're looking up. The perspective that you have is this creature is descending. It seems to be on the ceiling. Um, it's a giant. Centipede-looking thing. You've never Mm. seen one this large. And it appears to be peering down on you. And obviously, from your perspective, it looks like it's going after Mildred at this point. I will shoot it with my bow. Okay. With non-magic arrows. And so for the other two, I'm going to have to... uh, You're going to get a... I'm going to give you a wisdom check after the initiative to see if you actually, now that you're silenced, you don't hear anything. You're in the cone of silence at this point. So whether you perceive it or not, we'll have to roll that. So, uh, Martin, the, the creature rolled a two for initiative. One. Sorry. Okay. So the creature is successful. Oh, All right. So, uh, So fortunately for you, for whatever reason, even though you're closer to it, it's it, le- it lunges past you and it it's going towards the towards the halfling who has his bow. What's your uh, dandy? What's your armor class? Three. Armor class three. Oh, so this creature strikes you with its. Uh, you're actually hit by it. So I need you to roll a d twenty, please. 17. 17. Okay, you're successful. This viscous liquid uh, hits you um, as, it tr- as it strikes you, and you're fortunately, uh, you feel a, a, a 
a sense of, you know, that you're not able to move, but you shrug it off and you're able to uh, continue your action. So Mildred, you, you jumped out of the way, uh, but now this creature is very close to uh, Danny. What, what do you do besides jumping away? Hmm. I'll, uh, uh, I will pull out my, let's see what, what sort of uh, weapons do I have? I have, um, I don't seem to have any weapons. Robe, belt, boot, back approach. I think you have a dagger plus one. Yeah, there's a separate section for weapons. Oh, right. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Mm, oh, a staff plus one. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, a staff plus one. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use my staff to uh, attack the creature. Okay. Uh, give me a d20. 17. 17. That is a hit. Excellent. Because you have a plus one staff, correct? That's correct. All right, so roll a d6. A six? Wow. So seven. I assume you don't have a strength bonus, correct? No, I, I do. I think I have a strength penalty, actually. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> minus, two, minus two to hit. Uh, my Mildred, has a fi- Mildred has a five strength. Oh, minus two to hit or minus two to damage? Minus t- I have minus two to hit, minus one to damage. Oh, uh, and what did you roll, a 17? <laughs> Yeah, what level are you? Five. Five. I'm level five. Oh, you missed. I'm sorry. If you get a minus two hit, I didn't realize your. I forgot your strength was a five. You. It was. I feel, you, I feel bad. Yeah, you struck at the head. You struck at the head of this thing, which was right near, right near uh, Dandy, and you you missed. Uh, but basically, anyone would have hit. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyone else would have hit. That's right. Okay, so uh, Dandy, you get your two shots. Okay, I get a plus three. Okay, there's a seven and a thirteen. Thir- and you're a third level thief, fighter thief, correct? I hit armor class five at the best. Okay, because uh, that's thirteen total. You you added your pluses with that? Yes. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, you missed twice. All right, so Elslin, roll a d20 to see if you're uh, the the shadow from behind you, the large shadow you actually pay attention to as you guys are fixated <laughs> at the door. Because yeah, they don't hear anything. That's right? right. They don't hear anything. They're just talking. 11. Eleven. Okay. Well, you notice that the light has changed behind you. It's gotten really dark, and you've been a little annoyed by the fact that they were supposed to be guarding it. And you look back, and you see. Uh, uh, now again, uh, Pugsley is focused on the door, so I'm not even, but you are able to notice that there is this giant creature, uh, suspended on the ceiling, striking what appears to be at the halfling as, as Dandy is dashing around trying to shoot, uh, arrow and, and Mildred in, in, uh, uh, trying to strike with her, uh, staff. Everything she had just to swing. That's right. So, uh, what what do you do? Well, uh, since I noticed that there's a shift in the light, I'm going to prepare to cast light on the creature. Okay. Perhaps trying to blind it if it has eyes. I don't know. If, um, it will be effective. It does have. I mean, from what you can tell, it has eyes. So, uh, again, it's in the darkness, but uh, that's what you see. So, okay, great. 
So now uh, I may have to move out of the silence. Yeah, you, you have to find out if it has a verbal component. Yeah, I think it does. So I'm going to allow you to move towards uh, yeah, verbal and somatic. Yeah, so you're going to have to basically move about. You'll be about ten feet away from the combat. That's that's the range of where you're at in order okay. to get out of the silence. And I'll let you do that now, and you get your spell components so that next round you can start casting. Okay. All right. So, so uh, am I oblivious to what's going you on? You are me? totally. You are focused on the door. That's what you were working. Can I check the door for traps? Then yes, you can. Okay. But we'll ch- I'm here. Yes, we'll check for traps. Well, go ahead. You can roll it yourself. Actually, you can't. Oh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dan has to. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not locks. I thought you, I meant open locks. Dang, if I'd been right, right, right. That dice rolled in. Yeah, so Pugsley is, you know, you're not paying any attention to what's going on behind you, and you're checking the door, and this horrific scene is unplaying, not to your knowledge. You, In your opinion, this door is not trapped. Yeah, and that took five or six minutes, so you, you may, by the time you're done, they'll either be all dead or, you know, so. That's right. You're like, where is everybody? This is nothing. <laughs> all gone. Yeah, we're good here. Yeah. Guys. All right. Guys, anyone? Bueller? More treasure for you. Exactly. <clears throat> they they serve their purpose. They got you to the door. What else you want? Right? Yeah. You're just thinking to yourself, why didn't I take more stuff from Eslin when she was knocked out? <clears throat> All right. right. So it's initiative. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip you. Uh, no, Craig, you can roll for the party, uh, but your okay. actions, you're still searching. Um, Dandy, you're going to keep shooting. Uh, it's going to be hard to shoot because you're now engaged in combat. If I drop my bow and take out my sword, is that going to use a round, or can I still attack? I will allow you to attack. I would like to do that. Yeah, if you drop your weapon and pull out, you can use bow. Basically, you just drop it and pull him out and attack. Yeah, that's no problem. With sword and dagger. All right. right. Uh, Eslin, you're going to uh, cast light. Is that your still action? Yes. So as you emerge from the silence, you hear the screams of, oh, my God, what is that thing? (laughs) And uh, You're Eslin, (laughs) Eslin. That's right. Help. We help. We got a problem. Uh, Mildred, what's your plan? Oh, you're muted. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll use my scroll of magic inside. Okay. Very good. All right. So, uh, Craig, you're in the box. I rolled a six for the creature. I rolled a one. Okay. So... Uh, We're on fire tonight. In fuego. <laughs> so he's going to uh, creature. Literally, the dwarf was on fire. That's right. <laughs> this is true. The creature still um, seems to be very interested in the uh, in the small the small morsel. So he's going to why? Because you have that exciting. You just seem very tasty. Yeah, he's on the and so uh, you see it reach out with its multiple tentacles and miss. It misses you. So uh, you can let's see. Start. Start. Yeah, it, it uh, has. Yeah, you. Now that you've engaged with it, it's a long creature, about nine foot long. It has, you know, like a centipede body. It's suspended from the ceiling, and it's with two eyes. Are kind of they glaze over and it has a number of tendril, tendrils with this viscous substance that is slathering off of it and it's trying to strike you with it and behind it it has some you notice 
in the tendrils, there's some kind of maw with teeth in it. And so it missed. Um, so from the top, we go, uh, Dandy, you can get your attacks in. Okay. There is a 12. That hits armor class 6. That's a miss. And there is a 19. That's a hit. Armor class negative 1. That's a hit. Nice. Okay. Is this a large or a medium this creature? This is a large creature. Figures. That is three points of damage. Three points. Okay, so you strike it, and you notice this the uh, head, the you know, because that's the easiest part for you to get at, because it's the one attacking. It's very, you know, it's very structurally sound. It it almost feels like you're hitting plate mail from it. It's very, it's, it seems very like it's almost has an armored carapace around it. Not not that it's external to it. It's just very well done after you strike it. Um, Next is Brian. You casting light still? Is that correct? Yes. All right. So I think he gets a saving throw to see if it doesn't hit him directly. Yes. It would be, it would be right in front of him. Uh, he misses. So yes, he is now has a big bright light in front of him, and, and again now you have a very uh, clear vision of this horror that's suspended from the ceiling. All right, so that light is, and it kind of shrieks at it. It's uh, definitely uh, frustrating it because it can't shake it off. He's, uh, so, Mildred, you uh, cast your magic missiles. You have how many magic missiles? You're, did we write it's that a, down? It's a scroll. So it's, so it's uh, at least I, seventh so, level, so I would say yeah, so four. Yeah, that's exactly. Sudden bright light. Like distract me so I turn and look over my shoulder, maybe. Uh, you are so fixated in this right now. <laughs> oh man, you're okay. a real you're a real professional. That's right. How you're much down. how much damage did you do? Dwarven quality. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, Martin. What'd you say? Fourteen damage total. Fourteen damage. So uh, you see Mildred uh, calmly pull out. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's that's not it. Uh, uh, thirteen. It's it is nine plus four, so thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Can she lift a Can she lift a wand? <laughs> What's a scroll? Do we, need, do we need a roll? Oh, it's a scroll. Can she lift a scroll? Do we need a roll? Is that? <laughs> so she she encants the spells. And these missiles project out of her hands after casting. She, the four missiles strike true into the creature, and you hear it shudder, and it falls. I'm going to need Dandy to make a dex check or be crushed by the creature as it falls down. Awesome. Again, <laughs> Dandy. All right, you leap out of the way, and the creature shudders down uh, before you. And it is it appears to be not moving. It's very illuminated head now. Call, uh, allowing light to see up throughout the thing. And right when that happens, you hear Pugsley say, the door's not trapped. Well, you don't hear anything from Pugsley because it's silent. Oh, that's right. It's silence. You hear, you see his mouth moving. <laughs> yeah, you, you turn it's back after. sign language that yeah. I know nothing about. You turn around and now Pugsley you see and you're in horror. You see this very <clears> odd <throat> scene like you're, you're, the rest of your party is silhouetted and there's a light behind them. Right. And, and behind it, you get a vision of some kind of weird something taking up the, the passageway. I get my bow. All right. 
Okay. All right. So tell them to quit screwing around and get back to work in sign language. Okay. Yeah, because the, the silence was on an object, if I recall correctly, right? Yeah, it's on my sling bullet. It's on your sling? Uh, okay, on Pugsley's? So who's sling? Yeah, it's one of my sling stones. Right. Got it. Got it. So seminating around you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. So, so there you all stand. Ashley and uh, ask um, tall fellow dandy. Let's let's cut off the head of this illuminated creature, carefully avoiding the um, its saliva. Parts. <laughs> yeah, it's drippy parts, and we can. I don't know. Kind of put it on a stick and have a light <laughs> in case our oil burns out. And we could always use that for our advantage some way or another. Eslin, what level are you again? Eslin is fourth level cleric. Okay. You've got about five minutes left of silence at this point. Okay. The stuff glows in the dark, you said? No. I cast, no, I casted light on the oh, I see. of this, uh, I'm assuming it's a carrion crawler. Uh, well, I've, I've got a torch. I don't think it's really around the corpse. You've never, right, but this you, thing, you've never seen one, Eslin, but you're pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, we, uh, but yeah, but this light lasts for like, mm. like two hours. Yeah, I think it's like, brighter than a torch too, isn't it? Yeah. Right. It's a, yeah, James, in, in your opinion, James, would there be some risk from handling this? Well, if, as long yeah, as there, there is. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, again, if uh, there would be, Normally not, but if they're in combat and they drop it or try to pick it up, then I'd say at that point. I, I, I mean, they're basically uh, – they have gloves and that kind of stuff, so I'll, I'll give them a break. I'd, I'd rather it happen at the more inopportune moment than now. Right. So. You want them right. You want them paralyzed <laughs> during combat, not right. now. That's right. Not well, we don't right. know. Hey, hey, we don't know if con- we don't paralyzation <laughs> slow down. We just know sticky whoa, substance. Hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. hey. slip up. Hey, don't oh, do that. <laughs> you need that I little thing. That off, but I, I don't want to be the one carrying it around. Right? How heavy I'll is it? I'll carry it. I'll carry it. Middle of the mud. Uh, carry I mean, it's, 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 carry it? it's like this big. I mean, it's you know, my hands can't fit it. It's a nine foot creature. I mean, it's like a. It's like one of those heads for like you know. It's like, like a big pumpkin. It's a, ja- it's a jackal carrier now. You know, it's, can you just like chop yeah. out the area where the light spell is cast and? Yeah, carry a chunk of its flesh with the lights. Well, the idea, the, the idea is gouge its eye out. The idea is to use it as light yeah, and, and to use the people. paralysis against our enemies if there are. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I think after a few minutes you could do that, but your silence would be over. That's really as long as you could. You know, you're gonna have to cut it out and okay, never, never mind them. Get never some mind. of the guts. I mean, it's a. I mean, this thing's like this big. You're gonna to have to cut it off the body and then figure out how to maneuver it, kind of thing. Let's the silence to our advantage. Let's let's see. Yeah. Okay. I'm All pointing right, at so the door we'll with the thumbs up there. sign. Yeah. So it's too big for us. So we'll just leave that uh, illuminating the hallway and have Pugsley open up the door. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Once again, I'm ready with my bow. Okay. All right. So Pugsy, give me so I'm gonna need an open door roll here because this is a, a pretty heavy and stuck door. It looks like it's not been opened in a okay. long time. It says I have a two and six. Yep. You want me to roll that or you? You can roll it. Okay. Three. 
And so Dandy's like, ugh. Oh, this pushes open, right? <laughs> no. It opens outward, actually. Oh, outward, okay. Well, we've got some rope still. Let's uh, tie it up and we all pull on it together. Oh, okay. So if everyone is combining, just somebody rolls. So someone will roll a D6 for me, and um, I'll combine all your strengths, which would probably get you to at least a five. I assume a six will always fail. All so right. I'll roll again. I got, Go I got a three again. Yes. Okay. So with all of you combined um, and, and with, with Mildred helping to push it over the top, you are able to slide open this Door And again, sort of a kind of a rush of pressurized air comes past you, suggesting this place hasn't been opened in a very long time. So there it is. It's, it's open enough for you to get in anyway. Okay. Well, can I poke my head through the door and see if I see anything in there? Yep, absolutely. My infravision if it, before it gets spoiled. Yeah, who who is this? This is a Pugsley. Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, yeah. So yes, you'd have to get your you'd have to get your uh, light source because we have a light source going still. We got that carrying crawler yeah, back they, there. They see, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like they have this big torch behind. You know, big. Yeah. It's like you know they're on their they're on their four by four and they've got the light shooting down the hallway there. That's, uh, right. So some so unfortunately, Pugsley, that carrying crawler would be destroying your infravision. It'd be washing okay. it out. But if you know you got a bullseye, I mean. You know, so obviously you can use other light sources to look in there. I'll go block. Uh, I'll go block the carrying crawler. Yeah. Oh, okay. so sorry. So again, all right. hugging the carrying crawler. That's good. You could probably just put his put his hand over that spot, right? Yeah. Well, okay, you put a cloak. You're, you're paralyzed you know, now. The cloak. Yeah, we got. <laughs> <laughs> she's weak, but she's a genius, so that's fine. Okay. So all right. So eventually, you're able to get it dark enough that you're in provision is is working and what you're noticing is that so you're not sensing anything alive everything seems there doesn't seem to be any real differences in heat sources so you would know that if there was openings it would probably pick up differences in heat sources at the openings sure. you're not seeing any differences in, in heat sources. So it doesn't mean, of course, you've done this long enough. It doesn't mean that there's not stuff in there, but if there's stuff in there, it's it's all the same temperature, and it's it's, it's, it's been there and, and no openings. Okay. Um, well, I'll just kind of sign for them to follow, and I'll go in. Okay, you're going to go in, so any light source other than Infravision at this point? I don't have one. Oh, we still have the Bullseye Lantern, and we have the Kennedy Crawler. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to use either or both? I can't Maybe. carry the Lantern and my bow. Yeah, that's only a two-foot road. Mildred carry the Lantern? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pick up the Lantern. Okay. Mildred will pick up the Lantern. Okay. Mildred attempts to pick up the Lantern, and she succeeds. <laughs> And so when you put Mildred, when you shine the lantern, I'm sure it's getting old for Mildred. When you shine the lantern in there, what you notice is you see a room that is left to right. So north to south is about 25 feet across, about you know 10 feet to your left, 
10 feet to your right with this basically a 10-foot opening, and it is 20 feet deep, so 20 feet uh, east to west. And what you notice is you notice an ornate sarcophagus placed along the west, so the far wall. <laughs> you notice several chests and urns are set along the north wall, and you notice in the center of the room, six skeletons holding swords. And that, and you see no exit to the room. What do you do? Moving to the right so Eslian doesn't roll, run me over as she goes to check out the undead. Okay. Yeah, right. Get out of the way. <laughs> I cost, uh, I cost protection from evil. Okay. They just fairly help us if, it, if they're are just skeletons, right? But if there's something else here. Got it. All right. So, Martin, uh, you cast protection from evil, and you notice this aura sort of. Okay, that's a radius spell, air effect spell. One foot around one person. Yeah, this is the one, yeah. Got it. Okay, so you notice, you hear... Well, you you try to cast it. Oh. Yeah, you you start opening your mouth and you go, oh, I forgot the stupid silence is still on, so... Ah, thank you. I'll I'll, uh, put the lantern down and step backwards out of the room, you know, far enough to be able to to cost protection from you. Okay. Well, you can do that. Um, and what you notice is, uh, so Pugsley, who, right, you guys open the door. No one is in the room, correct, at this point? Uh, I think I am. Okay. So, yeah. So, so, so what happens is uh, Mildred starts moving back. Uh, again, it's hard to communicate because you're all silenced. Pugsley moves in, and when Pugsley moves in, the skeletons that were surrounding the sarcophagus, uh, their lights, their their eyes uh, illuminate in a red glow and start moving towards the dwarf, and it is initiative. So, uh, that's back to back to uh, Billy at this point. We need to get rid of the silence dome. So are we doing initiative or declaring? We're declaring and then initiative. So you get to de- you're in the box, Billy. <clears throat> I'm going to shoot skeletons. Okay, with your bow, is that correct? Oh, correct. And you're basically uh, in the marching order. You're behind Pugsley. Uh, Mildred was moving back. Um, so Brian, what are you doing? You're you're like uh, outside the room. And I can see in. I can see the skeletons. Yes. Uh I am rushing forward saying, these are our friends. Don't shoot. These are our friends. And I'm going to um, convincingly, convincingly stand forth with my holy symbol and turn these skeletons to our service. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's your action. As I elbow, uh, elbow uh Tall fellow in the in the forehead as I go by. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! <laughs> These are our friends. Um, so uh, <laughs> next is Martin. You're moving out of the. You're moving back and going to cast protection from evil. Correct. Correct. Okay, and then uh, uh, Pugsley, you're in the room. You see these uh, skeletons moving towards you. Their eyes glowing, bur- burning, ruby colored. I'm just. Uh, going to chuck the stone with the silence spell 
Which way? At them. Okay. Move to the right. All right. So this room, as Dan described, is 20 feet deep by 25 foot wide. Yeah. I just want to move out a little way to the right out of the doorway. Okay. So you're going to move to the right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because now the door is open. You know, as you're basically moving past the right. Okay, great. So it's initiative. So the monsters, they roll the five. Billy, it's on you. I also rolled a five. Okay, so it's simultaneous. This is how we're going to adjudicate it. You get one of your shots off, Dandy. 17 hit armor class one. That's a hit. So roll d roll two d six one d six for your damage and the d six to figure out which skeleton you hit. Uh, that's a two for damage, and I was gonna shoot the one closest to uh, Pugsley. Okay. Unless you still want me to roll. Nope, that's fine. You're gonna shoot. Okay. I'll, I'll say this is the one that's closest to him. So we're gonna call him number one. Okay. Number one. Who is who is number? Who is number two? Okay. Who does number two work for? Next. Uh, so that's, so that's, so Brian, un, um, the, the skeletons are moving closer. You move forward and you realize that part of the power of suggestion to undead requires you to speak, which right now you're not going to be able to do. So you're going to have to wait until Pugsley chucks the stone. Okay. You start you start with your great con- conversion discussion, and you realize that oh uh, yeah, this is problematic. This this silent thing is becoming uh, uh, it's becoming a little bit of annoyance. But now we have what maybe two more minutes. Yes, but uh, yeah, you have a couple of minutes left. So then, Martin, you step out. You walk about ten feet away behind. And you finished your casting of protection from evil. So you have protection from evil, correct? Right. Thank you. Okay. And so now, uh, Pugsley, you're chucking the stone, correct? Yeah. So here's... Get it away from us. So here's what I'm going to do. Since if you make your roll to hit, I'm going to say you lob it in the corner like you want it to, basically as far away as possible. If you miss really bad, it ricochets back towards you. <laughs> okay? Okay. So just roll a d20. Would this be considered a uh, missile attack so I get my yeah. dex bonus? Yeah, it's, it's, you're basically attacking armor class 10. You know, you're, you're, attack, okay. you're attacking the wall by lobbing okay. it over there. Okay. Got a 17. Seven, okay, so you, you easily, you gracefully chuck it into the corner of the room and um, at that point, uh, Eslin will be able to. Um, Dan, are you muted? I, I, was, I was muted. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Great. Because uh, uh, your microphone's away from your mouth. Yeah. Your mic. Thank you. you I was go. drinking orange juice. I didn't want to share. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so what that means is. Uh, Eslin, your turn and invocation will happen at the end of the round, which means the uh, four, the skeletons will move forward and attack. Three of them, uh, actually four of them will be able to attack the dwarf. And the other two are just just kind of, are are trying to move towards the halfling, but probably, you know, actually they will get towards the halfling because uh, 
Pugsley, you said you moved to the right to throw your stone. So, yeah. All right. So, what's your armor class, Pugsley? These are ogre skeletons, right? Uh, no, unfortunately, <laughs> they are stupid man skeletons. Mummy lit skeletons. <laughs> yes, probably right. the idiots that made these doors. That's right. <laughs> All right. My armor class is four. Four. Uh, that's a miss. That's a hit. That's a hit. Ooh, that's a hit too. Wow. You can roll 3d6 for yourself. Oh, well, thank you. And the other two. Eight. And if I get this one more than one, I'm screwed. Okay, I'm at minus one. All right, so you so oh jeez. So unfortunately, your 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 excellent throw and chucking the stone at the uh, thing, you did a good That's thing downside to it. You uh, a flurry of blows struck you uh, from there. The uh, two attacks on Dandy after sh- shooting. You'll get your second shot after the attacks. By the way. Uh, uh, you got hit once. Roll the d6. One. Okay, you take one. Uh, and now your bow goes off, uh, Dandy, and then your turn. you're going to try to cajole them. Is that correct? Um, yes. Right, you're uh, happy, happy-go-lucky. What level are you, third level? I'm a Me? fourth level. Fourth level, Claire. Fourth level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think you automatically turn them. Uh, but we need to. What is he? What is he? Chaotic neutral. What's the alignment? Is he? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Her. And I'm yeah. going Her. to compel them to my service. Okay. So they will. Uh, so first, did you uh, hit Billy? I rolled an 18 to hit. That's a hit. Do you hit the same guy? Not sure. Then he's dead. When the DM asks you if you hit the same guy, you say yes. I hit the same guy. <laughs> so. Uh, so uh, just just. To clarify, you allow arrows to do damage to skeletons. Yeah, half damage. Okay. The, the piercing kind of thing. Yeah. He, he, okay. He basically shot his arm off or something like that. So yeah. Uh, it, they're not completely, you know, skeletal where it shoots through it, it like a piercing thing. But um, so okay, roll d twelve, uh, Eslin, to see how many creatures are affected okay. by your turning. And there's five of them left. That is correct. Okay. Ah, I rolled a five. Okay, so now I'm going to roll the reaction roll. That's how we do it for these chaotic neutral things to see if they, because they will either be neutral towards you or they will be favorable towards you. So okay, uh, I'm going to roll that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you can see it, but I rolled double zero. They love you. Oh my gosh! They're like, <laughs> wow. We've we've been waiting. It's like a uh, it's like a foreigner song came on. Are you are you orca? I've been waiting for a girl like you to come in. It's like Ashley and an orca. They're like equal. That's right to them. I rolled a one hundred. So you are you have so standing there. You see five skeletons just at your command. Well, I, I pull out my iPhone and get a quick selfie with them. And <laughs> um, so I will, um, I don't know for how long they will be under my command. So I'm going to have them um, start opening up the, the urns and the jars. Okay. 
uh, like one skeleton per urn, or how, I don't know how many urns there are. As as I do, as I after I command that to happen, I'm going to start uh, casting cure light wounds on my fellow leader, or, or my yeah, on Pugsley, our the fallen corpse. leader. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean they they will, you know, they're kind of. You know, I, I, I think they have some ability to open urns. I mean, they can do simple things. You know, they're, they're more like knock over the urns than... They can knock them. Yeah, they're... Yeah, right. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. See what kind of treasure or you know, nasties that are in there. I know. I'm going to keep watching, make sure nothing sneaks up on us to kill us. Okay, so you're looking back, and uh, Mildred, what are you doing? I'm just standing back, uh, like, at the entrance of the room. Okay. Uh, Okay. So, all the spells stopped working. Oh, you, you got this. You got this now, Dan. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can tell you. So, as the skeletons are fumbling and trying to uh, to they turn over the urns, as the urns are being pushed over and the chest is sort of being toppled, coins just slide all underneath your feet. This is what I'm talking you about. You would estimate right. there's probably in excess. You know. Pugsley, you're pretty good at estimating the amount of coinage. As when I'm not dead. When you're yeah, not yeah, dead. Yeah, he's out. Oh, it's Pugsley. It's <laughs> he's at minus one right he now. He got assaulted. If, he got... But unfortunately, Pugsley can't do that. But the others would estimate that you're roughly talking, you know, you're looking at like about 20,000 coins just spilled amongst your feet. Almost all of them. Silver. And you've got uh, a sarcophagus. Go ahead and like wounds. And that's a D8. Yep. I'm going to be right back. Okay. All right. So, so you're putting casting on Pugsley? Yeah. I will go ahead and get him back to consciousness, hopefully, hopefully, okay. and then give him a drink of my uh, healing potion. Okay. So and I've got Pug- some ripple if you want it. so a plus five uh, so five on the cure light wounds to Pugsley and then uh, grudgingly I give him a a half of a sip actually I dip my finger into the healing potion and drop it onto his tongue say this is mine (laughs) now I'll give him a full drink uh, for another D8's worth. So that's another three points. All right. And that's a total of eight, so he should have seven. What's your max, Pugsley? Eighteen. Eighteen? Um, all right, I'll give him another full drink, or, or keep one back in case one of us falls. And uh, that's all the healing that I have. So... I'll give him another, so two drinks, and plus the, so that's another, ah, oh, terrible, one. All righty, better than, better than it was before. All right, well, the good news is, Pugsley, when you come back, Whoa. you find yourself just sort of awash in silver pieces. I'm going to get out the big mouth and start shoveling them in. You got it, all right. All right, so... How much was it? Did we get an estimation? Of how much? Oh, yeah, so Pugsley, now Pugsley can give. 
I foresaw the future. Pugsley, you would estimate this is probably around 20,000 or so silver pieces. And you notice here and there, there's a gold piece. You'd probably estimate on your count, eh, probably about 200 gold pieces. Cool. A thousand to so twelve hundred gold pieces, give or take, in value. About two hundred, so about twenty thousand silver pieces That's and two hundred gold. Yeah, so twenty thousand silver oh. pieces, thousand. Oh, got it. Sorry, you're doing the conversion. There you go. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay, so what might be in this big sarcophagus then? So what you're gonna do with it? Because it is it is closed. If the, let me suggest something, uh, just uh, in order to, to not uh, make any more magical mistakes. Maybe you, the rest of you could stand back and the skeletons can open the sarcophagus and should there be some sort of uh, uh, horrible mean undead uh, in there, I can cast slow on it. Uh, but if I do that, I'd rather not cast it on you guys. I like the sound of that. Yeah, I am at one end of the room out of hopefully area of effect of whatever he's going to do. And I have plus one arrows ready. Are there any other items, or is it just coins that were in the urn and the chest? Do we see any gems, any any weapons, scrolls, potions? You, you, you do not. All you saw were the coins. That's all that was in there. Wands, staffs, ointments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not just right, coins. So if we're going to open the sarcophagus, I'll stop loading up the big mouth and get my sling out. Okay. And so I think you said you're going to have the skeletons try to open that thing. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So friends okay. Of the, and the rest of them stand behind me, right? Because what's the, what's the area effect of a, of a um, slow spell? Um, it is... It'll take up the whole room, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. I think, yeah, uh, or you cast it on a, on a creature. I think it's area of effect, yes. So Elselin is going to stand back with her after she commands the skeletons to attempt to open up the sarcophagus. She's going to stand ready with her holy symbol. Okay. All right. So, you, so you're giving them the directions. Yes. All right. And, and if anything blows up, they blow up, and we don't. Okay. And all of them. I mean, the sense you'd get, it's going to take all of them. It looks like it's a very heavy lead. So, all the skeletons. Oh, uh, yeah, that's correct. Yes. Got it. Okay. So you've got the six, five, and they all. Oh, five. Sorry, you got the five over there, and they all start pushing, and and right as they start to push. All of a sudden, you hear a noise from above, and a spear comes straight down, but comes right between two of the skeletons missing. And they just, being skeletons, they just continue to push and slowly, slowly push it open, and it kind of comes crashing down to the side. You see sort of dust fly from the opening and it's hard to see for a second but then it settles and nothing I mean you have to go up and look there they stand, they're blocking it and they've got the sarcophagus open I tell them to reach in and pull out a handful of whatever they can a bony handful of whatever's inside <laughs> right so they reach in 
and they pull, they all pull out, and each one of them is holding a piece of bone. Like one guy's got a skull, one guy's got a femur, one guy's got a hand. They seem to be grabbing, and then you know as they're pulling it, you can hear cracking as they are grabbing stuff. They seem to be showing you pieces of a skeleton. Dis- and on dis- one of them, dis- you know, dis- discombobulating some body that was in there. And the good news is on one of them, as he's pulling up this, this arm, you notice dangling from it is some jewelry, which Pugsley, you would notice, looks to be, at least from a distance, pretty valuable. I call one of the skeletons over, and I say, Dandy... You are a handsome, handsome halfling, but I need your mirror. And I give the mirror to the skeleton, have the skeleton walk back over to the sarcophagus and hold it in such a way that we can look in and see down, if that's possible, from the distance in which we are and the size of the mirror. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, okay. with you know, with proper use of the light sources you're using and angle and getting in a right location, you're going to eventually direct them to scan where you'll eventually be able to get a scan of the inside of the sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah. move over there. Yeah. No, too much. Yeah, I mean, five more carrion crawlers come in the interim, but eventually you do get a good scan. Um, so what you see is you see, a, a, as best you can tell, piecing this through these, the pieces together, you see just the remnants now of a crumbling skeleton. Um, and you do see jewelry sitting in there. It looks like it was perhaps adorning this skeleton. Um, and that's what you, that's all you see. Crumbly skeleton and, and lots of jewelry that appears to be on this skeleton. And it looks, you know, it appears to be pretty valuable jewelry as best you can tell. All right. I tell them to each, uh, bring as much jewelry as they can gather. Over Don't to be us. careful. Some of them gems may be breakable. Okay. Right. All right. They, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're able to, yeah, they, they, they bring it over and yeah, it looks, you know, Pugsley, you are able to confirm that, yeah, this is it's pretty valuable jewelry. It looks old, pretty valuable jewelry, a jewelry befitting perhaps of, of, of a king. You're, I'd be lying if I didn't say you didn't seem a little disappointed. Uh, Pugsley, um. Remind me again, what was the mark? Uh, was there any specific item or any specific uh, uh, thing that were was rumored to be here that we're looking for, other than, you know, valuables uh, in general? I don't think there was. Was I don't remember yeah, being I, anything specific. Right, we're just tomb raiding. Mm-hmm. You've you got the map. Yeah, the so map you would, you would know that map up and down. Jewelry and an arcane tome. Much magic and jewelry and an arcane tome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of jewelry. And a, a lot of gold. Trooper. That's it. Proper. I, uh. Hmm. Well, we might need to do some further investigating in this room, too. I, I cost the detect magic. Got uh, it. That should that should be uh, that should do the area of effect should be enough to uh, cover. What is yeah? Can I get the area effect on that? What's the area effect on? Uh, a path yeah. of uh, 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 a uh, ten feet uh, uh, broad path, six feet long. 
Oh, okay, ten foot. Oh, so right. So you can basically scan. You walk around and you can. So it's it's the range is is, is the kind of scan. Yeah, there's so it would so it do the room. So yeah, um, all right. You do that and no, nothing. You're not getting any. Your detect magic comes up with nothing. Uh, perhaps another charge from the detect secret um, doors and traps yes. wand. Can I move that? Is that kind of a move it around scan type of thing, or is that a pick an area and you point, shoot you, you it at point, it? If it's a wand and secret door, you actually point at the thing. You can walk it like a dog, kind of, though, can't you? I mean, you can walk uh, with it, right? In the normal one, but if I recall, because I read it again later, but I'll look that up while you guys figure out what you want to do. The secret door and trap detection? Yeah, yeah. the wand. Wand is secret door and trap detection. Yeah. So it has effective radius of... 15 feet for secret door location. When the wand is energized, will point and pulse, pulse to whichever thing it's to locate if secret door is within the location range. So, yes, it, if, if it's in the range, it will find it of 15 feet. How long okay. does it last? Do we know? Well, it, it just does it for one. The charge, basically anything within radius of 15 feet, it will point towards a secret door there. Oh, so it does it immediately yeah. there. So you can't like walk around like a, with a glow stick. Right. It's whatever is within okay. 15 feet of it. It will find. Okay. Um, is this, I don't remember if you said, is the sarcophagus up on like a, is it raised up a little bit off the ground on a dais or anything like that? No, it's not. It seems to be flush to the floor. Okay. Well, I'm thinking maybe to check the, the sarcophagus area for traps, or not for traps, but for secret door. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, before we, we get into that, up, um, so we could. I'll have LCN uh, make sure that the skeletons are disarmed and that they are now gathering up as much coin and treasure as they can, kind of scooping it up together in one pile so that when they turn back out of my service, they will be unarmed. Got it. Except have coins, I guess. A few hours, right? <laughs> and, and, and Pugsley. You yeah. you remain similarly unimpressed, particularly with this sarcophagus. You're like, wow, yeah. what what are what kind this of sarcophagus? Is what I died for. Right, exactly. You're like, <laughs> this is a sarcophagus for a king. You're you're unimpressed. Yeah, this might be a lower servant. This might be someone that's not the king. So, you guys, I think the next thing you said you're going to search. Yeah, let's. I want to use the wand on the sarcophagus and see if there's maybe a like a hidden door to a to the better sarcophagus. The real and stuff. I, or, and I'm going to elf the room. Got uh, it. <laughs> I'll half clink my ripple. Half elf the room. So wait, wait someone's drinking ripple wine. That That's right? me. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, so uh, I can tell you all of the efforts described are unsuccessful. So the wand, which of course doesn't fail, does not pick up any, uh, any, and I think you have to pick, but you were doing secret doors, no secret doors. And Esselian, uh, you as well, uh, pick up nothing, nothing in the room, nothing in the sarcophagus, you get no reads. Ah, uh, well, gather up the treasure and put it in the big mouth. And 
Um, Would it do any good for me to also search, or have we assumed everybody searches? I think with the wand, it would. The wand pretty much has given you your answer. But they didn't search for traps or anything, did they? They did not search for traps. They were searching for secret doors. I guess if there was a trap in the sarcophagus, it would have gone off. There was one. When they first got there, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean enough more. Um, Yeah. So this is a false. this is the this is a false tomb. I think this is That's not stone right. fist. Um, so I say we go somewhere else, perhaps where the double doors, the flaming double doors, that might be. Um, a, a greater point of interest. Why don't we go back to that first passage that turned to the west? that ended where we thought maybe was close to those doors and maybe searched there for secret doors. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the most of the double doors were for the trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're going to make, is that, so back to like the intersection way. So, um, so you're heading back down and yeah, tell me again, yeah, gathering up all the put all the coin and treasure and gems into Big Mouth, uh, leaving the skeletons, taking their weapons, leaving them alone, uh, because I'm sure the turn has already worn off. So far, you're okay. Um, I mean, they, oh, they seem to be okay. obedient to you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. It's it's for 24 hours. Okay, okay. I was thinking. All right, yeah, yeah. So we'll keep them. Um, yeah, bring them along. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So they're up front leading us to... Well, that would be a little hard. You're going to have to... Yeah, direct them, right. Yeah, so, you'll... so they'll follow behind us. Yeah. Right, okay. and so we'll go back to that passage in which uh, Dandy was describing uh, the maintenance tunnel to the flame trap. <laughs> so back towards the east, north, and then to that first passage that goes to the west that has the sheer wall. Okay, so you're, so you're heading back that way, and I should note, as you're heading back that way, um, Esleyan, you're, you're, as you get to the, basically, remember, so you came south, and it came to an end, and it went to the left and to the right, and you went to the right, you came all the way down here. When you get back to that passageway that you came down south, and could go left or right, and you went right, you get us your your elf your half elf sense tingles a bit right at that intersection there. That may be something to the south. You get a, an elf sense. Okay. Uh, do we see anything down? So we came to the west at this intersection, and the map does not show anything to the east. It does um, not. But there is something uh, to the how, east. How far can we see down that passageway? You're, you can see all the way to the end. It looks like probably like about 60 feet down. It comes to an end. It's not a sheer wall. It looks like they digging, they just decided to stop. They were excavating oh. and stopped. Okay. And, and so your, your elf sense, if you look at your map, you're now in that corner there, right, on the bottom right, that corner. Yeah. And your, your, your half elf sense is sort of tingling there at the bottom of that. All right, I will uh, go ahead 
and see if I can find a door there. And if not, I will relay that information. Well, I'll relay all that information anyway and ask Pugsley to use another charge if I cannot locate this door. Okay. Actually, you can. You start looking and you find what appears to be a secret door right on the southern portion of that wall at that intersection. All right. I will outline that and show the thieves that this is here. Step back with my holy symbol at the ready and ask them to do their thing again. Okay. Pugsley and Dandy do their thing. And Pugsley and Dandy, each of you believe it is not trapped. Okay, does it appear to be locked? Uh, it appears that um, uh, you would get us a Esselian would know how to open this door. She understands what kind of secret okay. door this is and how it would be opened. Esselian does. The cleric? Esselian. Yes, the half of the half up. Okay, well, yep. then I will go ahead and do that. Okay. So, Esselian, you know, you says it's a sliding kind of door. Slide it. You see a little mechanism slide it and again sort of a rush of pressurized air comes out musky smell and you see shine the light down there and about this passageway goes to the south so you are off the map essentially that you had it descends about 30 feet down and you see then it heads to the west so it would be to your right as you're looking down uh, and the same dimensions, about 10 feet by, or about five feet wide by 10 feet high? Correct. Um, scan the ceiling for more carrying crawlers. <laughs> They've been up there the whole time. It's just this, this one yeah. got tired. You look up and you see 50 carrying crawlers. <laughs> just, just, the whole ceiling is crawling with them. Nope. But they're minding their own business. Right. So we'll just uh, back into marching order and say, I think this might be the way to go. Um, it's will, basically is paralleling the hallway we just came out of. You would get the sense that, yeah, and certainly you would get the sense that then when it goes west, it does appear to parallel okay. the passageway you had just come from. All right, let's head down it. Okay. So you shine the bullseye lantern down there. And it goes as far as the bullseye lantern can see. And as you slowly march and march and march, you notice that it seems to be shining into a room. Pugsley, you would estimate at about the same distance as that other chamber, which you believe may have been a false chamber, at about the same location. So if you were on that map and looking at it, you think it opens into a room, basically would be almost right underneath, right south of that, quote, ye tomb proper, which you think okay. was not ye tomb proper. And there's so a door in front of it as well. There is. It, it opens without a door. Yeah. So oh, you okay. see into the room. Yep. It, it's actually unlike the room above, ye proper tomb or ye improper tomb, you notice there is no door to this. Um, As you get close enough, you notice that there appears to be a door directly opposite the opening to the room. I'll send one of the skeletons in before we go in. I just, you know, point 
uh, since they're in our service, and I, I was mistaken, I make sure they do have their swords with them. Okay. Okay. So that they can fight with those. Um, so I send one of them in to be the uh, to set off any and all traps, <laughs> and that will give us four. That'll give us four skeletons as fodder. Well, he, he he walks all the way to the door that you can see. You're you're you are. I'm saying you're not at entranceway of this room. You know it's a room. You're again. You're going down this hallway. You see that the room expands. You and there's a door in front of you. You send the skeleton forward. He runs into the door, and nothing happens to him. And you guys are about fifteen or twenty feet uh, away from the um, the door. Okay. Well, so he, he uh, kind of walks happened. into the door and he goes, and that's what he does. <laughs> His legs are still moving. <laughs> yeah, so we come in behind and look around, look into the room. Okay. Okay. All right. So as you, you walk into this room, what you see, so this room is about uh, 25 feet north-south, so same, exact same dimensions as the Yitoum proper you had been in, 20 feet uh, east-west. But... There's other stuff unlike the other room. What you see here is you see a throne on the north wall. And sitting on this throne is a man-sized creature with long, sharp nails and black, wild hair flowing down to its shoulders. Obviously, an undead creature of some sort. You also notice Standing two on either side of this throne are four man-sized creatures in plate mail with shields and long swords. And that is everything you see. This might be uh, do they react when we come in? The Yeah, go ahead, James. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you... Uh, as soon as Pugsley and then uh, Dandy walk in the creature sitting on the throne leers at at you all and begins to rise and extend its his claws and has a looks like has an insatiable hunger for what the life force that you possess and so it's initiative so okay um so we're in the box. Actually, Billy, you it was simultaneous last round, correct? Or was it Craig who rolled? I think it was – I forgot who was. It was Billy. Billy, okay. So, Billy, you're in the box. You see um, – um, and, and uh, just, so just to recap, there's some creature that's on the throne, is, is rising. There are four uh, man-sized creatures in plate mail, and they seem to start to shamble. There's a skeleton – Stuck at the door, who's and the rest of your party's behind you. Uh, so, sorry, one question: uh, the the plate mail uh, uh, fellows are they also at the north the wall? Uh, yes, next to the door in this. Okay, there are <clears throat> two on either side of the throne that he's at. I will shoot one of the plate mail guys with plus one arrows. Okay. Yeah did did they did they animate as well? Yes, they, they seem to be plate moving. Mail? Okay. Yep, 
and uh, but they they their movements. I mean, basically, whereas the creature in the middle is rising up and moving towards you at a basically a normal pace, this uh, the 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 creatures in the plate mail are slow. You know, they they're basically starting to animate and are moving, uh, but they're they'll definitely be behind this creature that was on the on the uh, chair. Hold back and let me slow this fell beast and his minions. Sounds like a good idea. So, yeah, so first uh, Danny's going to shoot. Then um, uh, El, uh, Mildred is going to um, try to cast slow. Is that correct? That's correct. And then uh, Elsian and, and, and the Skellies, what are they doing? I'm turning undead. Okay. Sounds. Uh, Do I recognize this as a white? Uh, what level are you? Fourth, oh. and according to my background, I have come across such creatures. Yes, you you definitely uh, you slept in a Holiday Inn, and you feel like that uh, you would know this <laughs> as as a white. Okay, a creature that drains the life force of others. Oh. Uh, and so, uh, moving. So you're going to try to t- attempt to turn the undead, correct? Yes. Okay, and then um, you uh, focus on the white first, and then um, I guess next turn, next round on the I guess skeletons or zombies, whatever they may be. Yeah, you. I mean. Again, it's kind of dark. You know, you're just kind of peering in real quick. You, your focus is on the creature that's coming off, so um, that would be the one you'd probably be most interested in. And Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, what are you doing? I'm going to just stay out of the room and, and try and hit one of the – hit something with my uh, sling. Okay, so unfortunately – now he got some hit points back where he allowed him to be fully recovered because he was in the front in the original marching order. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not fully recovered, but I'm I'm mobile again. Yeah, so you were <laughs> so you were in the front with Dandy. So you you're in the room at this point. You're in the front. Dandy's Oh, then up. I'm gonna back out of the room if I can so he can get his spell off. Uh it's it may be a little bit of a tr- struggle because right now behind you is Mildred and El, you know, they're they're all moving forward to do stuff. And you can move to the left and, you know, inside the room away from the creatures. That would be really the – anything else you're going to be – That's where I am. Yeah. I'm not going forward. I'm st- taking a step back out of the room. So I'm standing okay. just uh, right next to the All right. Well, you'll – yeah, depending – Okay. Well, based on Mildred's action, um, you know, so Dandy's <laughs> moved to the left. If you guys lose initiative, then they may get a chance to hit you. If you win initiative, then clearly you move back because Elsian is going to try to turn the, the 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 white and anything else. Yeah, let the spell go off first, but I'm not sure if that's going to work. Uh, well, I would probably know that slow is not going to affect a white. I don't think slow. Well, that would be a hold. I don't know. We'll see what happens. There's, I don't think there's anything in, in uh, the... Uh 
player's handbook or the Dungeon Master's Guide that suggests that it, or if, if there isn't in well Hold doesn't he, he's already saying his Hold doesn't work on them but not necessarily slow I'm going to I'm going to allow it because it doesn't say it specifically but he's right yeah. if it's says it says in the monster manual I suppose because I looked at in both the player's handbook and the Dungeon Master's Guide but you looked at the Dungeon uh, Master's Guide that's a violation whoa. Uh, it's a violation. I'm going to get out of the range of the meteor strike. That's right. Rock's fall. Yeah, I, I'm going to allow it this time. I'm sure somewhere on Dragon's Foot, but if it was a hold, it would definitely wouldn't work. But the slow, I'm going to allow. Okay. Okay, so uh, it's initiative. Uh, so, uh, Billy, you're still in the box. I rolled a three for, the, for, the, for them. I rolled a four. All right, you guys got it. So, Billy, you, nice. you get your shot against the... Uh, did, did you say the white was moving much faster than the other guy? Yes. Can I shoot him instead? Sure. Okay. All right, there's a six, and there's a 14, which hits armor class four. You hit. Okay. With an arrow, plus one... That is six plus one, seven. Wow, nice shot. So you strike him. He's kind of like those zombie movies where you you know hit him and he's, Ugh, but he's, he's he takes the shot and is going to continue to move forward. Uh, Mildred, you cast your slow spell in the, the uh, so basically you fill up the entire, uh, you know, the area effect is 40 by 40, so it's actually bigger than the room. So I guess you cast it inside the room. Is that correct? Uh, right, I cast it inside the room. Uh, being uh, having backed out is, is, uh, far far enough not to be affected myself. Yeah, so give me an intelligence check because again, you're kind of doing this on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I roll a four. So okay, yeah, you easily figure out. You put it towards the corner of the room, and uh, this is a this is your personal spell. This you you're, you cast it yourself. It wasn't a scroll, correct? Right. Okay. So the creatures seem to be moving even slower now. Um, but not the white? All, all of them are, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. They, they definitely are slower. So, uh, Good job. Uh, Elsie, you get your turn at this point. Okay. Uh, focusing on the white first. Okay. Hopefully I get something decent. Oh, an 18. All right. Well, yes, you definitely. So he'll. I have to decide if he's going to be... Positively in favor of you guys or negatively in favor? Let's see what I roll again. Ah, he's just neutral to you. I, I rolled the zero zero. I'm like, oh, another zero 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 now. So he he uh, he stops in his he stops in his tracks and just kind of upset, frustrated with really. I got to listen to you and the power of crazy deities compel me. It's kind of sucky. So okay. yeah, and. Uh, Command him to sit back down. All right, he, and... he kind of he kind of begrudgingly goes, but but uh, life force mm, tastes so tasty. Can I just have one or two levels before you guys go? That would be that'd be great. Would you, would Could you, you at least take this arrow out of me? <laughs> right. So what exactly was our mission here? Loot well, yeah, loot the tomb. We don't need to kill the white or anything. Well, you don't know that. I mean, you're here to Well, loot. I mean... As far as the direct objective, as, no. As per our instructions and premise for this mission. Oh, yeah. it's Oh, you guys, you're Tomb Raiders. It's all about the coin. Well... Yeah, so, um, 
now that you've made the four uh, zombies and plate mail slowed, which basically they attack like now once every two rounds last, I'm going to just adjudicate that they are not going to you you defeat them. Should, actually, right, actually, yeah. Elston, make a d20. Let's see if you turn them. I think she takes notes. I mean, yeah. this is good stuff here. You know, maybe a sketch for her book. No, I, I too. That's first, <laughs> oh, a first-hand interview with the with the white. Yes, you should interview the white. Interview with the white. What's it like being the white. Don't you turn them automatically? I'm sorry. Don't you turn uh, them? zombies? <laughs> oh, fourth level. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, roll, they turn on roll a d12 then. Okay. Let's see how many zombies you get. Uh, only two. Okay, so two of them. Um, they're they're neutral as well. So you take out the other two. Um, I'm not going to waste time doing that. You killed the two zombies. Uh, and the other two are, and the white are neutral to you all. So you have, you've told the white to sit down and. The, well, and can the, he speak or can I communicate with the white? Mm, he, he, can you tell us where the treasure is? He, 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 if, he, if he can speak, he chooses not to. Okay. Um. And remember, so there was there was a door, of, you know, that the skeleton had walked up against. Right. Oh, okay. We also, you let, before I forget it, we also have uh, didn't one of us have uh, speak with dead. Um, yes, uh, I, but I don't know if that will work with a white because it's it undead. With a white, so, but yeah. it might work with the uh, the guy who's the sarcophagus we. Uh, we broke into uh, right, let, and I, I thought about that, but I didn't want to go back up. So he might not here. know where this treasure is either. So, yeah. and I would just, I'd so, so, Esleyan, you would probably know this, uh, and not that Esleyan would know how I play this, but Esleyan would would probably know that speak with dead will work with undead. It's it's a bit of a broken signal. Okay, uh, you can try it. It's not a great signal. Uh, uh, but, but you can have some, some type of communication. Yeah, I, I think uh, that this next room behind this door is probably what we were looking for. So I can't compel the zombies or the white to do anything. They're just kind of neutral to me right now. Right, to you. So, yeah. I mean, you're basically still kind of... Right. You have to stand between them or else they see the rest of them as dinner. Well, the, you know, so... I will uh, tell them I only have a few mo- uh, minutes left to Can get that door open. Can you take them to some room and lock the door or anything? Or close the door? Uh, Put them in the portable hole. <laughs> we can't <laughs> really get the treasure out of the hole, man. <laughs> and then when we get outside in the daylight or something, let them out, and maybe it'll hurt the white. I don't know. Take them to church and let them out in church. Uh, go make him out, stand huh? at the fire <laughs> well, he won't last very long uh, the turn doesn't last very long only a couple minutes up to 12 minutes total so we only have a few minutes uh, what I will do I will compel them to move out of the room okay uh, and stand in the hallway and I will stand at the doorway holding the symbol in between uh, the undead and the tomb raiders as they work on the door. All right. So we're going to okay. have to fight them at some point here is what we're saying. So it's you and the five skeletons 
in, in, in the entranceway, the, the zombies, the two zombies and the, uh, the white have moved out of the room and they're in the hallway, basically. Is that correct? Yes. And somebody work on the door. Somebody check out the throne. I'll work on the door. Okay. okay. I'll Who's that? That, that Pugsley, I assume? Or Dandy? Dandy. Dandy, sorry. In the door, I'll do the throne. Dandy's, okay. So, Dandy, you don't find any traps on the door. There is, there is a handle. The throne, you don't discover any traps uh, on the throne. Okay. Should we switch? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you, you I'll switch. Check the throne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you switch. And just to let you know, the door opens inward toward you. Um, yeah, you both agree with each other's uh, decisions. You don't uh, you don't find any traps on, on either throne or door, either of you. We want to try and go through the door then? Or do we want to try and take care of this white and the ghouls before we move on? Oh, they're ghouls now? Great. I like it. Oh. <laughs> Gas. Zombies. Zombies. Dang it. <laughs> Um, well, if somebody opens the door, I can cover it with my bow in case there's something on the other side that we need to, to, to shoot. Well, yeah, I mean, I can do that, but we're going to have to deal with these other guys here, aren't we? I don't know uh, how long yeah. my bay. If I can't turn them again, then we do. Oh, that's true. You can try and turn them again. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to do. I mean, I can open the door and you can be ready with your bow. Or should we um, pick the zombies off while they're still turned and then all we have to do is deal with the white? I uh, I can automatically turn the zombies. Okay, that's no problem. Um, and, and we could use the skeletons to fight them. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of more a fan of getting rid of the white before we open a door and there could be more stuff that we can't control. Do you need magic weapon to hurt a white? Because I've only got two plus one arrows left. Yes. Okay. I think you need at least a plus one. Or I've got silver. a sword, but... Yeah, i got a sword too, but... I don't want to get that close to him. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah, I mean, you definitely tell they're getting agitated by standing out there. Um, How about fire? Does fire hurt a white? I got... Can't, I got... I've got two oil. Flasks of oil. I throw two flasks of oil at the white. Are they lit or unlit? Well, I was going to light it after I threw it. Okay. Or not light it yet, but you know. He's talking about Zippo, light. remember? That's, that's right. He's got a Zippo. <laughs> Do these things have like a fuse? No, they're just, I mean, the normal flasks of oil are just like that unless you prepare them for throwing. Because then they would be, you know, a big freaking mess everywhere. Because <laughs> you walk. What should around. I do, guys? Should I throw them at the white and then try to light it, or then should I try to rig something up to light it and then throw it? I would say, yeah, go the Molotov cocktail uh, route. Yeah. That's always one All of right. my favorite moves. I've got a cloak. I cut up a few strips and shove them in the end of the flask. However, Molotov cocktail works in this game. And uh, 
trying to light the white up. All right. We have to make a, so you, so if you chuck it, Elsie knows that that will break the, the turn at that point. He will, it will. From what I understand, he has the thing turns, not us. We can attack it all we want. You could. I mean, but I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you. I, well, I think it's kind of a pocket deal. I think it's a pocket deal on both accounts, actually. Well, what what you're also is you are uh, you are in his area that uh, he's very interested in, and any provoke he will the, the, the turn will break at that point. That's good. Okay, guys, should I do it? Go for it. I think so. We're going to have to deal with it at some point. All right, well, so so I'll, I'll let you throw the first one uh, without initiative since he's basically being held at bay, but then after that, okay. then it's normal combat at this point. And I'm going to say, uh, well, how close do you want to be? Because it's, it's throwing projectile. It's, I'm, I don't know. How close are they if I don't leave the room? Uh, they're about 20 feet away. Yeah, they're out in the hallway. Yes. We're in the room. Correct. So you can throw it over my shoulder, however you do it, or stand out in front uh, of me and then get back behind me after you I'll throw it. I'll stand out in front just a little bit to to knock off that range modifier. Yeah, you, you'd have to be uh, within 10 feet to not be have a negative, so it depends how close you want to be. I'll, I'll, I'll take a negative. Two? That's a minus two, right? Yeah, for, for between 10 and 20 feet, correct. Well, yeah, I got a plus three to hit, so maybe that'll... Yeah, your dex, that'll, that'll help. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm 20 feet away. Okay, I'm sorry, someone had a question? No. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, they just, they just mentioned he gets the dex bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so you light it, and you're going to chuck it, and you've prepared it so that it's, it's going to get a minus when it strikes the white, assuming you hit it, so roll a d20. 18 plus 3 minus 2. Oh, so you, 20, you, you yeah. rolled an 18? Oh, yeah, you definitely hit it. Okay, great. Okay. So uh, he roll a 2d6. 6 plus 1. Okay. 6 and 1. 7, okay. So you see the, uh, the white catch on fire. He's not very happy about that. <laughs> and... Uh, now it's initiative. So, actually, so he's going to move forward. The zombies actually you haven't you haven't done anything to them, so they're going to stay where they're at. But the, the and he's still slowed. Uh, yes, at this point, currently, uh, well, actually, no, because you guys had searched and done a couple of things, so it's it's basically happening at the same okay. time. Okay. Uh, so it's initiative. Uh, I think you guys won right last time. So Billy, you're still yeah. in the box, right? Is that correct? I guess so. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've just chucked the thing. What do you do now? I'm gonna check the other one. Okay. You, yeah. This this time, the good news it'll be short range. Bad news is if he gets to you, he may <laughs> he may get be able to attack. So that's. Uh, uh, Elsie, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna prepare. Uh, a holy water to uh, smash into the white's face. Okay. Uh, Marty, Martin, what are you doing? Uh, well, just one question. Are, where are the skeletons in this? They are behind Elsie. Yeah, just behind me in the room. 
and I'm facing the hallway. I I'll, I charge the white with my uh, stuff. Look at that. I love it. And, wow, and, nice. and Pugsley? <laughs> She's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to draw my, my uh, plus one short sword pokey and move up to attack it. You guys are awesome. All right, here we go. Initiative. I rolled a four. Uh, Billy, it's on you. Five. Five. You guys got it. Congratulations. All right, PC. All right, so make your attack. Okay. 19 plus three. Wow, that hits. 22. Okay, so you're double dousing. Give, give me another uh, 2d6 damage. Nice. That is an eight. All right. He's, he's double on fire now. He's in the last round, okay? All right. He's screaming and screeching. This is like Lord of the Rings. You guys are just all attacking. This is great. Uh, and he's like Denethor. That's exactly. He's <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Mildred, go ahead. Make your attack with your. Uh, you're muted. You're muted, Marvin. I I Marvin. still want Mildred to hit and. Uh, definitely missed. Oh, definitely missed. Oh. Uh, all right, you, uh, Elsie. You want to throw? You you unstopper the holy water, and you want to throw it at the creature. Yeah, so you, I'm gonna douse the fire with some holy yeah, water. And you're, a different and, kind of burn. And your uh, <laughs> holy fire. Okay, so you're uh, moving. Po- how far? How close are you getting to the creature? Uh, within melee, I guess, close enough to where I could get a, a decent shot. So that'd, in. Be, within, that'd be within ten feet, bonus. basically. Uh, uh, you'd be just right near Dandy. So, uh, well, uh, you know what? I'm gonna stay just out of melee. Okay. Then you're, now uh, you're just behind. You're just turn. behind Dandy. Then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I don't, don't have worry. to run faster than the white. I just have to run faster than Dandy. Exactly. There you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Roll your roll your attack. To hit. Oh, terrible! Uh, a six with my splashing water. Okay, so roll a D8 and a D6 for me. D8, D6. All right. The eight. Uh, is a seven and the six is a five. Okay, so you throw it way past him to the left, about five feet past him. It hits the wall and sp- splashes. Okay, it hits a carry-on crawler. That's right. Hits a carry-on <laughs> crawler. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Pugsley, you're up. So by moving up to Malia, are we keeping it in the fire? Well, he, he's 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 on fire. He, uh, Dandy struck twice. Okay, so he's going to keep burning. Yeah, I mean, and you, actually, you're char- okay. you're charging if you want to attack this round because you had a racely race from the room past the skeletons and making an attack. But you do get plus two to hit. The downside is you get minus one to your yeah. armor, whatever your or minus your decks. And you, I'm just going to move up. I'm not going to make it into attack range this turn. Okay, so you move up. All right, so next round you'd be able to do that. All right, so uh, the uh, creature is very unhappy with the, the half the halfling uh, bomb thrower, and is going to attack uh, it. Uh, Bring it on! Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, from its cons- it's a it's a little battery. It's a little life battery that he wants to charge off of. So uh, don't assume my gender. Exactly. So uh, that's right. What, that's right. It's hard to tell. The wars. You know, he's a it's, he's the he's, yeah, he's the half. Oh, sorry. The half. I was the half. So what's your uh, armor class, uh, Dandy? Negative seventy three. Okay, that's good. That'll, nice. 
Uh, three. three. Oh, that's, that, that's, that was a typo. That's pretty good. <laughs> Ooh, that's 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 never good. It's, Ooh, what? It, ow! <laughs> it's got a pink dot. Pink dot. Well, so you feel uh, you see him latch onto the halfling. Uh, he's okay. he's feeling better about himself. Um, you get to decide which level you lose. I'll let you decide, right? Because you're a fighter or a thief. I'll lose a thief level. Okay. So Sophie's choice. So you take two points. Roll a d- roll a d six. Oh yeah. Take the thief. Um. Roll. Did you roll a d six? I rolled a six. Okay. Do, what's your con bonus? Do you have a con bonus? Um. Do you have a constitution bonus? Plus two. Right? I have a 16 con, okay. so it's plus two. Yeah, so you lost, so you lost permanently four points of hit points, <clears throat> and you just lost two from the attack. Is he on fire? No, he's not on fire. We're not that cruel. <laughs> we stop at level drain. That's right. We stop at level drain. Okay, so it's uh, so now you see poor Dandy Brit valiantly coming up to strike the the white, and the white is now just grab the halfling and is biting it and you hear him scream and agony. Help. Yeah. Help, help, help. <laughs> I'm on fire, baby. All right, so it's an issue. My hair, my hair. So, so Dandy, you're... A, Don't touch the face. Don't touch the you're face. You're in the clutchings of a white... Uh, uh, what do you do? All because your friends, just remember, they had a chance to move up. They're like, eh, details. We'll stay in the back. <laughs> I didn't stay in the back. I charged. That's true. Don't insult Mildred. <laughs> it's only a five-foot-wide hallway. I mean, I probably can't even get past them. <laughs> We're not forgetting the skeletons, right? They get to attack as well, huh? Well, it's up to Elsie. She, uh, she moved up. It's going to be a little difficult in this passageway. It was 10 feet. You already got four people in front. I would probably allow one to kind of move up. Yeah, yeah we'll have to move out of the way. Five feet wide, James. Oh, it's five feet wide. I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. It's barely enough, barely enough room there. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to say it's initiative at this point. You guys are in melee. The skeletons are in the back. So, so, are we so, um, so, Billy, you're still in the box. Are you attacking? Clear. Um. Yes, I would like to attack with my plus one short sword. Sounds good. Uh, next is uh, oh, I have on here Brian. I'm going to turn again. Um, that'll stop him from attacking. Hopefully. Well, you get the sense that's going to be that may be problematic at this point, just from the fact right. that uh, you all you've all made an attack he's on, on him, fire. and he's on fire, and you it's very clear you're just feeding his mission. So you could try, but it would be at a it would be at a penalty. You really have to do well. Well, okay. Um, I'll just attack with the mace then, if if I can swing over the tall fellow's head. Yeah. That shouldn't be a problem. If there's room. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Mildred? I attack with my plus one stop. Excellent. And uh, 
After allowing the halfling to be life drained because you're too cowardly to attack, what does Pugsley do now? <laughs> wow! Is there even room for me to get past them? These are patrons. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> who's, who's, Let's not forget who's the client. That's here. right. Exactly. Well, I'm giving them the sense of disappointment. That's all. I've already died once. What else do you okay. want from me? A level drain. That's what we want. No. Okay. <laughs> Um, but can I get past? It would be very hard attack? at this point with five feet. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be hard. There's three attacking. I, it would be hard to. You, you'd have to use a, some type of missile weapon, which would also be problematic. Yeah. So I guess I'll just hold. Okay. Hold the fort here and. Uh, yeah. Watch our rear guard. Yeah. And then come through that door. All right. Uh, the uh, white rolled a two. And we rolled a three. All right, you guys got it. So, Dandy, you got struck. You get to attack with your short sword. Okay. <clears throat> that is uh, a ten. Hit armor class eight. Okay. Uh, you unfortunately missed, if that's with all your bonuses. That is with my bonus. All right. Uh, on fire act as like an impromptu fairy fire spell? No, not, not quite. That would be, that's good. I like it. I like it. That's, I like that a lot. Uh, uh, but not that much. Not that much, yeah. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. And is he still taking burn damage? Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, Mildred with your s- s- sling, I'm uh, staff, excuse me. Thirteen. I'm not sure what I hit. Uh, Thirteen uh, with your minus two and a plus one is a miss, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of waving it around. <laughs> All right. So you know, you're gonna, hopefully White walks into. It. Uh, you're, <laughs> that's right. That's wait, wait. Accidentally walked into the staff. Right. I, have to, I should just roll under his decks to see if he hits your staff. As yeah, a really low roll. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Brian, what, what were you doing? You're going to try to turn again. Uh, no, I'm going to crush okay. uh, the white skull with bones. Bones. Uh, let's see. I think I missed. I hit armor class um, six. Uh, it, you have a plus one to hit? You, you added that in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I rolled a 10, and I've got a plus two made. Okay. So 12 total. 12 and you were what's your fifth level fourth level yeah yeah uh, hit armor class six i think he's better than that he's one better yep that's a miss okay okay um go ahead yeah so that, that was it so as um as you strike and you see the the creature about to strike again, poor Dandy. You see him scream in pain from the fire. It starts consuming and he collapses burning uh, from the burning damage. Nice. nice. That's it. And Mildred hits. <laughs> and, then, and then finally, Mildred, by putting the staff down, hits. It does... <laughs> the, death, the death blow. What about the zombies? They're just standing they're, they're, they're neutral. They're, they're still neutral. Yeah, they're wearing plate mail. 
and it's going to be hard to get through that. Yeah, I'll I back into to the chamber again. Okay. All right. So is everyone heading back into the chamber? Yeah, and leave the skeletons as a barrier between the skeleton uh, between us and the zombies. Okay. Done. So there you stand in the room. You've got a throne on the north wall, and you've got a door. Both have been checked. Both appear to be trapless. You want me to open the door, Dandy, and you'd be ready to shoot down it? Sure. Okay. So when you go to open the door, you can just tell. It's you can just tell he's frozen. Yeah. Not who's am I frozen? You were frozen. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you notice that when you try to open the door, it's not budging at all. Not in the sense that this is a stuck door, but almost like that door to the very entranceway to uh, this whole place. It you get the sense oh. it's, it's it's magically barred because it's just it's not moving at all. I can't. Uh, this might not be a, a scroll. You're going to use your knock scroll, you said? Well, we could, I, I suppose we could check it out on the throne um, if there's a, some sort of mechanism that would allow us to. That's an old trick, isn't it? Um, I'll go up and, and start poking around the throne and see if there are any moving parts or anything that could be. Okay. You poke, you poke around the throne and you don't find any parts or levers that you think would be some sort of. Uh, trigger mechanism and and note too you you search this for traps you know both dandy and pugsley and they can both confirm that they did not find anything which seemed to be any sort of mechanism it's certainly not like a mechanical mechanism can we check the white and see if it's got like anything on him that might be useful sure He's done burning. Sure, sure. Yeah, right. So left. Like, yeah, a little hot. So yeah, you poke around the ashes and, and 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 the remnants, and no, there's no, you know, no key, anything like that. Nothing. Okay. Just just ashes. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to use the knock spell. Yeah, short of just pounding on the thing, which may yeah. not work. And so I will uh, cast less. Okay, you got this. So James, we got a bless spell being cast. Right, so knock spell. And bless and knock, bless. right? Oh, bless and knock. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's bless local. and then knock. Uh, I, I guess Martin or uh, yeah. Mildred used knock to open yeah. up the door, but I want to make sure we have our bonuses before we go into melee. Okay. okay. Anybody else doing anything as prep work? Got my I'm going to have my fling out and be okay. ready to. Got it. Okay. So um, Mildred. Um, starts casting this knock spell, and you see sort of you know light shoot from her her fingers, and it envelops this door, and you hear it slowly. It start the door starts to shake, slowly starts to open, and it opens about four feet, and again, as always, sort of a rush of pressurized air. The door mm -hmm. is open. Who's looking? I just found the light in there. Okay. Lantern. 
So what you notice, Eslian, is you notice this five-feet passageway continues only for about five more feet. So it's just like a little five-feet passageway. And the light shines into what appears to be, you'd sense, about a 25-foot round room. And you would notice that, even from a distance, that the floor appears to be made of dirt and you also would notice with your bullseye lantern that lying against the west side appears to be something laying on the ground. It's not moving, and it's hard to tell what it is, but there's something laying on the ground. Like some sort of creature? Yeah. Human, human sized. Maybe it's kind of corpse-like. Not moving. Looks like it's pretty old i mean to tell to get a better idea you'd have to get probably a little closer i mean you could go into that little five foot passageway you don't see anything in that little five foot passageway can we i'd like to check that passageway for traps sure so you check the passageway for traps and you don't find any traps you would notice then as you were checking it out because the bullseye lantern is shining into that room. It looks to you, you're seeing is laying on the ground is like a, a moldering corpse with sort of bandages sort of wrapped around it. Mm, well, no. Mummy. It's the demon mummy, guys. <clears throat> Go first. Well. I'll, uh, I'm going to pull out the scroll and <clears throat> speak with dead. Um, let's see. Yeah, I have a speak with dead, uh, I guess twice, and it's at 16th level. All right. Well, when you try it, well, you know, as, as now, who's in the little hallway, the little five foot hallway, and who's in the room? I, th I think I'm, I'm probably still in the room. I'm probably right. I'm in the hallway because I was checking it for traps. Yeah. So Elsie, yeah. Since uh, Dandy didn't find or not Dandy, but uh, Pugsley didn't find any traps, uh, I went back in, and then Pugsley's behind me in the hall. He's in the hallway. <laughs> I'm in the little small room with the uh, corpse. Yeah. So wh whoever's in the room now. Um, as you prepare to get your scroll out and this corpse, it begins to rise. Uh, so anyone who can see it. that um, needs to make a saving throw versus magic. Okay. I would imagine I can see that from the hallway, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much anything within 60 feet must make a saving throw. So that's, okay. uh, yeah, versus spells. Okay. Right. And, the, and, and um, Mildred, you can save at plus two. I'm covering everyone with a bow. Do I need to roll? If you if you're within sixty feet of the creature, you have to make a saving throw. How long is it? Hallway. Are you? It's five feet. The little hallway there. And yeah, it's five by five. The round room. Yeah, yeah. The five. It's uh, the round room. Then there's five feet, and then there's the room that had the white in it that you got and the throne. How big is the round room? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's 25 feet in diameter. Oh, I'm, I'm probably closer than 60 foot, even if I'm yeah. in the other room. Yes. <clears throat> I got a 17 on my save. Okay. I got a five. Yeah, that's uh, not good. I also got a 17. Okay. Uh, Mildred? Yeah, with a plus two, I, I just barely uh, make the save. Okay, so uh, the uh, what happens, Dandy, uh, while you were using, looking around in your bow, you take a quick glimpse, and maybe after being drained by the white, your aversion to undead compels you, and you uh, turn around, and actually you become rigid with fright, and you're terrified. Super. And um, while this is happening, um, you also notice that uh, to the north and south of the door are these, uh, you know, lying there are these zombies that appear to be of ogres, and they begin to move, and now it's initiative. So. We've got four uh, zombie ogres. and Two zombie ogres. Two zombie ogres and a mummy, possibly. Yeah, some creature in the in in the oh boy thing. So the devil. Um, <laughs> so Billy, even though your your uh, your character's terrorized, uh, you still are in the box. So I'm going to say your action is to stay paralyzed with fear. Um, Brian, what are you doing? Well, I'm pulling out that scroll, and since it started to move, and I felt this fear, I am going to cast raise dead. At the okay. mummy, see if it has right. any effect on it. Okay, you're gonna it is, uh, as a scroll, correct? Yes. All right. So you're casting raised dead off the scroll, um, Mildred. What are you doing? <clears throat> I, I uh, stand back and uh, uh, I think I'm still in, in the chamber with the throne, right? Uh, but just to, to make it look, yes, the, the yeah, you're right there. You're you're pretty close to uh, Billy's character, yes. somewhat. Yeah, there's a, a, that chamber, and then there's uh, the door leading to a five foot uh, wide uh, corridor that goes how far? Uh, and and well, it basically looks like. Hold on, I'll I'll make this. Oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, stop that. Um. Basically looks like where is it? Sorry about that. Okay, I'm gonna make this easy for you all because I know I think it's a little challenging at this point. So, uh, all right, cool. And save and yes. And close, and because I, I want to make sure. Okay, where'd it go? Eh, awesome. Like the live stream uh, version of flipping and turning. It is flipping and <laughs> That's turning. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, I oh okay, here it is. I don't know why it's taking so long. No worries. It's like, is it working? Oh. That's awesome. I, I'm so glad I took a shot of something that didn't work. That's four hours later. Let's try this again. I don't know if it's because I'm trying to do 15 things at once with this computer. It's probably not the best 
idea. All right, let's try that again. All right, let's see if it's safe. Oh, there we go. That's what it looks like. Oh, cool. Right. That was uh, worth the wait. Good job. That was awesome. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'll just back I was expecting up, like uh, a hand-drawn thing, but graph lines and everything. I just yeah, so you, right you all are in 15. Uh, Dandy and, and Mildred are in 14, yeah, from so what you all told me. I'll just back up just one square north of the door in room 14, just backing off a bit. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so I... And Pugsley, what are you doing? You there, Pugsley? We lost, we lost him. Craig, you there? His, I see his icon, but I can't hear him. Sorry, I hit the hit the wrong button. <laughs> what, what's what are you going to do? I'm going to draw my short sword and move up uh, in front of Esley and so nothing can get, hopefully nothing can mess up our scroll or anything. Okay, great. So it Attack, is... If it comes close enough, but... Sounds good. Um, and Billy, remember this number three and every round count down to it for me. Okay. Uh, and so I rolled initiative. I rolled six. You get to go, Billy. Four. Four, okay. So if the, the creature's one, the creature will move forward. Um, you're standing at the back. It's not going to charge or anything, so it is moving towards you. The, the giant uh, zombie ogres are, they will attack last. So, and so you get a chance to cast. Uh, you're basically defending. Um, Elsian, correct, Pugsley? Yeah. Okay. So, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you are now trying to cast your spell. Is that correct, Elsian? Yes, from a scroll raised dead right. at the corpse. All right, so I, I, Dan, you want to make the saving throw, or are you... You're muted. Yeah, sure. You want, you're asking me to do a roll? Save roll? Yeah, make it. Yep, saving. 20, yeah, sure. A one. A one? Okay, so... That's what... So what happens is uh, the uh, Elsian, in her knowledge of necromancy in all ways the undead, casts, and the uh, creature starts shuddering and uh, falls to the ground... Its wrappings start falling off of it, and um, you know it's start, it's starting to gyrate and 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 violently, uh, you know, almost have this fit. That's what you see. You also notice um, at that point that um, the other the other two creatures uh, stop. The ogres, they don't move anymore. That's what you see at this point. I turn them, if they're not doing anything and we have actions, yep. I uh, give Pugsley's shoulder a little squeeze and thank you for the protection and then 
use my holy symbol to turn the ogres, uh, zombies, to my service or whatever reaction they may have. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Dan take over now. So, uh, what you notice after they they uh, they are neutral to you. They don't seem to be moving towards you, or they they don't feel compelled. But they are not doing anything at this point. And after a couple of minutes, you see what appears to be uh, a man in in shat, you know tattered bandages lying on the floor 20, 20 feet or so away from you in the corner or in the in the room. James, is he he's he out? What's his condition? So I just want your ruling on that. Well, I'm so going to say he's unconscious at this point. He's um. Would he be a resurrected dead? As I, uh... yeah, he's he's basically a weakened human at this he's, point. He would be what he was though. So he's a well, he's, yeah, so up to so he's been he's been raised basically. Is that right? right? Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah, you that's got a guy. System shock. Holy cow. Oh, that's oh. Would you need a system shock on that? Well, it doesn't say that, but you could do that if you'd like. All right. Let's see. Well, I that's like what that. the saving throw was. But go ahead. Wasn't this the bad guy? You don't know. What is, what is raise what is a truly evil bad guy? What is truly bad? <laughs> what is true evil? What is evil? It's all relative. Yeah, but I think an unconscious, newly resurrected human is better than a mummy. Yeah. Possibly, depending on what the guy was. <laughs> true. So, yeah, okay. So you've got this Do guy. He's kind of coming. So there's an unconscious dude in the corner. And I should let you know. So, what are you gonna do? You got an unconscious guy in the corner, laying well, I'm there. Run over, I'm well, gonna run over there and put my short sword to his throat. Well, is he? Um, um, is he sickly? Does he look like he's got rotting disease? Um. Yes. Yes. Does he does? So yes, it. He looks like he has. He's rotted. He's pretty hideous. So there's yeah. a chance that we could contract this, but I think he needs to be bound, even though he's weak. And um, I guess we'll start communicating with him. So he's all right. So he slowly starts. He slowly starts coming to, and he's like, "Ah, you've you've brought me back. Excellent." Excellent. <laughs> Who are you, foul man? Who am I? What is your Ah, you shall all be rewarded quite handsomely. Let us go. Let us proceed. Tell me your name. I am Stone Fist, and you shall be richly rewarded. Let us proceed. Let us. Return me to my throne, and you shall sit at my sides as the warriors. And he looks particularly at Mildred when he says this and kind of looks askance. Yes, the warriors <laughs> that you are. Let us go. And he tries to get up, and he's like, damn, I'm awake. Can somebody help me up, please? Well, one thing. We will be handsomely rich, that's for sure. But uh, oh, gosh, without a doubt, Part of your no, I don't think any of that will happen. 
Yeah, I got my short sword. Well, you've raised, you've raised me. I'm, this is some cruel joke. You've raised me. Well, you raised yeah, me. You killed me. It was a cruel joke. Sorry. I, I like you even more than before. You definitely will sit by my side. You are going to love this. This is going to be amazing. Let us see. You do know that I am, in fact, the rightful claimant to the throne. I am Stonefist. Wait, what year is it? Is there still a hold of Stonefist? 576. Whoa. Is there still a hold of Stonefist? Is there? Yes. There is. Excellent. Then I am the rightful claimant to the throne. <laughs> Let us proceed to Blackstad. There's still Blackstad, right? That's me, Black. Uh, help me up. I help him up. Okay, and he well, sees. Oh, you still terrified? terrified? Uh, yeah, no, he's not terrified anymore. He, he, okay. And he and he sees his hand, and he's like, "Oh my God, what, what is? Ah, uh, I remember, I remember that bastard son of mine bit me. He's here on the way out." We kill him. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Ah, okay. So you take his and and. Is your son really tall? And he was about five six. I was, oh, five seven, <laughs> which is about average for these times. At least a hundred years ago, people get taller as time goes by. Nutrition looks better. That's right. <laughs> Pugsley, you notice as you're standing there. I need to make sure everyone's still alive. I get lost here. Everyone's alive, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pugsley, no one's unconscious. Pugsley, you sense your dwarven sense is tingling. You can sense underneath you there seems to be some sort of shifting wall or stone underneath the ground. Remember, this is a dirt floor. Mm. Let's go. Um, um, take me out. It's been a long time. Lead me out. Um, I, I think I will... Some I will have a memory of this place, and I, I will remember where my son is. He's he's near the entrance. We must kill him on the way out. He's it'll always be a threat. Don't raise him. He's a threat to the throne. Let's go. We did I'll step forward. Up, right? Oh yeah, go ahead, uh, Mildred. But we did tie him up, right? Yeah, yeah. He's bound. Um, That's why I need help up. Um. The studious will uh, explain that she is a powerful priestess and that he can be cured. We have the ability to cure your disease. Um, however, we have not come for you. You may, in time, take your throne back. For now, let's go sit in this throne takes him back into room 14 and uh, let's bond him to that throne so that he can't do anything and okay. move and maybe stuff something in his mouth. If he keeps screaming <laughs> and then go and search room 15 for the, yeah. whatever's shifting underneath the floor. Okay. okay. I'd like, before you stuff that in my mouth, get it off the zombie. My understanding is, you're clearly, you're here to loot, is that correct? Yep. Of course. We are the Tomb Raiders. That's quite correct, sir. I encourage you 
to do some research on me at some point. You will learn my background. You will learn that we are kindred spirits. And if I can reclaim the hold of Stonefist and have you at my side, I think this would be a partnership well-suited to somebody of your interests. I have spoken. I'm in. Uh, All right, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, in the governments, it seems like, no, that's not going to go style. Uh, I'll stuff that thing in his mouth. <laughs> you have spoken. To be just now, won't we be taking man. down the current government? When you stick it in his mouth, in he winks at you. Whoa. He's into that sort of thing. I am in favor of, of uh, overthrowing the current government. I just don't want to set up another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. what you guys, what are you doing? I guess you can decide that later. <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's dig go up back in room 15 and sure. see what yeah, these find out what we can find. are about. Yeah, so Pugsley, you can sense, the sense you're getting, that right in the center of that room, somewhere below that dirt, your sense <clears throat> is a, a shifting piece of stone. Okay, is it something like we're going to need to clear some dirt off to access it? Yeah, you'd have to. You, you get to say you'd probably have to start doing some digging. Well, we got some skeletons. Can they do some? Right. Well, dig? Uh, yes. Before these, uh, I'm going. Can I turn these zombie ogres? Um, I know they're neutral to me now, but can I continue to attempt to turn them into my service? No, they're good. My ruling would be they 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 can't be any better. It's just like if you failed, you can't you can't get a better outcome. You can only get a uh, okay. worse outcome. All right, I'm gonna take uh, them out to dinner. And... Yeah, I'm gonna take That's them right. out into the hallway with the other zombies, so they're like out of our way. Yeah. Okay. And um. Stand watch with the holy symbol and send the skeletons in to dig. Okay. To room 15, yeah. Got it. All right. So they get down on all fours and like dogs and they're digging and digging and digging. And, and yeah, and eventually. These are the here. smartest skeletons we've ever had. They are. They're, they're pretty impressive. They're, they're <laughs> they are. <laughs> so you start hearing scraping. Got a pretty impressive cleric. You do have an expensive cleric. She gives very specific directions, which is very important. So you are scraping and scraping. All of a sudden you hear scraping, you know, kind of uh, bone on some sort of stone. They have no and more fingers anymore because they've scraped onto stone. They're yeah. <laughs> they just write. Nubs. And they have little really, nubs now. Yeah, and it's awful. It's like on a chalkboard. It's a terrible sound. But you eventually – it uncovers – it appears to be a – looks like a stone door, trap door. So it's not much. It's like about like a little – you know, probably like about a five-foot by five-foot little stone door. All right. Let's check it for traps. Okay. So Dandy, Pugsley, you both check it, and in your opinion, it is not trapped. All right. Let's open her up. Yeah, and you see there is a me- – you notice a mechanism there that it would lift open – you open it up, 
And again, whoosh, you know, old air comes, uh, comes rushing out. And if you put your light there, you see a shaft that goes down. It looks like it goes down about 20 feet. And it seems to then come to a room down below. Now, it's hard for you to tell because it's just a five-foot shaft. So all you see is that it comes down to a room. It looks like, you know, if you could climb down the shaft, you could then easily just jump down onto the stone floor. But it's about 20 feet down. And you don't notice anything on the floor. But that's all you see is a little five-foot area down there. Okay. And no ladder, I suppose. And I'm sorry, there is no ladder. Is there something to tie a rope to up here? There is nothing, I think, in that room. You would have to use something, find something. Nothing in the room. How about like a skeleton femur that we could tie it to and hang it across the trap door? How about uh, the opening? Yeah, it'd have to be. You'd need something. That's, I'm a, not... that's a big bone. Or mm -hmm. just the whole skeleton to have it lay across there. There would be risk there, obviously. Yeah. Okay, you've got 50 feet of rope. I've got 25 feet of rope. We can tie yeah. it together and tie it to the throne in the other room. Yeah, yeah that'd probably work. That's probably not a... Uh, are these 10-foot squares? They're 5-foot five five squares. Foot. Oh. Uh, so you may make it. Hang on, where's the... 30, yeah, that would be 50, that'd be about a 5 or 10-foot drop. Do we have a third rope? But we have a thief that will uh, that can climb walls. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can get I can get down there. I was assuming that you all wanted to come down. And if I like the <laughs> idea of putting something across as a brace, we have we do have Mildred's plus one staff, which might be able to bear our weight since it is yeah. magical. But I don't know if Mildred would want to give that up. Well, just, if you buy me another one, it Just to let you know, that rope would easily make it. As a matter, yeah, the, the two fifty feet would easily make it from that throne all the way down. Well, we we use rope. Well, I believe. Uh, I mean, not to make it harder for us, but yeah, where's your I, rope? I believe Dandy yeah. cut up some of his rope, and we use some of that rope to. Well, we used that rope to find the doors. Yeah, and tie up the other guy. And, yeah, and to tie up, tie up Stone Fist. Right. So we might only have 50 feet of yeah. rope right now. I think my rope's probably been used up by now. Yeah. We used it to tie that guy up. But it is so, so for Dandy and for Pugsley the Thieves, you do notice that it is still out of uh, living rock, that shaft down there. So, you know, it's it's... It's not going to be terribly difficult to climb. I mean, you need to roll, of course, but... What about, could, if it's... Could we uh, spike in on the inside of the shaft and tie a rope to that? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I got spikes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. if we that. have spikes, then we could just do it right there at the top of, of yeah, like, just... this pit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. Okay, did I give somebody spikes? <laughs> well, I got some when you said we could have... Some. Perfect. With, with within reason, I figured those were reasonable. those are definitely reasonable. So yeah, okay. So yeah, so yeah, you so you're hammering, and of course, as you're hammering, you know, it's sort of echoing throughout the play. Yeah, exactly, and you can kind of hear it. Now, 
this, the echoing doesn't seem to be going too far. So particularly Pugsley, the dwarf, would get a sense that it's not like the, the passage below continues very far. It kind of echoes kind of back pretty quickly. But so, yeah, okay. so you've got a rope tied. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go down first. Okay. Is that is that Pugsley speaking or is that, or is that yes. uh, Pugsley? Okay. Well, All right. first, why don't we uh, lower the lantern down first? So we'll have light as we go down. Or okay. drop a torch. Okay. Well, so the gonna... torch could catch something on fire, and the lantern would be uh, a little bit more contained. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You gonna do, you gonna do the lantern? Well, what's the floor look like at the bottom of the shaft? Can we it see this like rock? It look, yep, it looks like a stone floor, like everything else. Other than this floor, which is dirt. Yeah, I think we could just drop a torch down. I mean, yeah. I can, we can light another one. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. It goes out. Uh, I think it might not go up. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. You're gonna, you toss a torch in there. So who's throwing the torch? Just give me a D20 to see if by chance it knocks against somebody and goes out. You just don't want to roll low on your D20. Okay, I'll drop it down there. Okay. Got a 15. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you, you throw it down there. It's down, and it is still, it's laying there, and it is still flaming. Okay, I'll slide down there before so I okay. pick it up. Okay, all right. So you slide down the rope. That's no problem for you. And what you see is you see a 20-foot round room, basically matching the shape of the room up above in, in, okay. in shape and size. You see against the east wall, you don't see any opening, though. Against the east wall is a statue. Looks to be of a king in his prime. And it seems to be a better-looking statue of the dude who you just stuck <laughs> on the okay. throne and stuck a, without a rotting disease. Like, yeah, pre-disease. A pre-diseased stone fist, decked down in plate mail and sumptuous robes, and in the center of his forehead shines a beautiful blue gem, very sizable. In his right hand, the statue is clutching a jeweled scepter. Against the other wall, the west wall, you see a stone box, on the top of which sits a skull that appears to be made of some kind of crystal. And that is all uh -oh. you yeah, say. Two Maharas. <laughs> all right. Touch Come the, on down, touch guys. The skull. Come on, touch the skull. Go. I climb down. All right, Bounce. you're down. All right, you're down. Now, was it actual plate mail and robes or just carving to look like plate mail and robes? Oh, yeah, no, so it actually is, um, it, it, it looks to be like actual plate mail. Oh, okay. You could undo. Looks like plate mail, you know, maybe he wore beautiful gold plate mail. Nice. Yeah, and a jeweled scepter. There's to be a real scepter. It's not part of the statue. It's attached to the statue. It's a real scepter. Okay. All right, you got it. So, yeah, I see you pilfered that, and you got the gem. I assume you're going to pop that gem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Pop the gem and it's you got it. <laughs> nice, big, nice big gem. Nothing, 
The walls are not starting to close. And, you know, it's not a trash compactor. Um, so there you stand. And the only thing left then is you Eventually, got this. going to get the plate. Yeah, the plate mail armor. Yeah. yeah. Got it. You got this. detect magic on that skull. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm just, oh. uh, Mildred could do that if, if she still I'm has sorry. that spell available. No, I only I had one, uh, one memorized. Oh, uh, okay. No, sorry. Okay. So what are you going to do? So it's, is everyone down there now? Yes. I don't know, did Dandy come down? Okay. Uh, well, Mildred's still up front with the, uh, I think she ought to stay um, guarding against the undead. Yeah, I think we should leave one person up top. Yeah, so she's going to stay with her holy symbol out and her mace uh, just in case Stone Fist gets free or the undead do something. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll do the play mail for you. So it's it's the the three of you then, I guess, right? And the stone box. What are you going to do? Can I... Check that area for traps. The box. Yeah, sure. Who is, who's that? Is that Pugsley or Dandy? Pugsley. Pugsley, yeah, sure, Pugsley. Without touching anything, if possible. You got it. So, Pugsley, you search around that box, and not only do your thief skills tell you this, but your dwarven skills tell you this. You get the sense that this stone box could be shifted and there might be something underneath it. But other than that, you do not sense any traps on the okay. chest itself. Well, should we push it? I stand back. I'll help. <laughs> Where are those damn skeletons? Wait, can, we, maybe, can we use your staff to push it? Sure. I handle my staff. If I can, if it'll work, so I don't have to be right on top of it. Okay, yeah, and it's just to let you know, yeah, so this is actually, this is a pretty sizable stone box. This, this stone box, it says box, it's probably more chestish. It is, it's probably about 10 feet Whoa. long by like about five feet wide. It's pretty sizable. Okay, I didn't, do I find a mechanism that would open it? You do, do not I feel like it's a push thing. You you feel like it's a push thing. Okay, I'm guessing I'm probably going to not be able to push it by myself, but I'll give it a try with the with the staff and see if I can. Oh, we just with, with the staff. Oh, I got it. You don't want to touch it. Is right. the point? Yeah. yeah in case. All right. Give me a give me an open doors roll. So give me a D6 roll. It's going to be okay. tough. And and don't roll don't roll a six because then I'm going to make you save on make you do a I got save a four. on staff. A four. Okay, it's going to take more effort. I'll help push. Pushing? All right. Yeah. I'll okay. actually touch it, too. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, All right. I will, too, just because I imagine I can push better that way than... Okay, so you guys... All right. So um, you're both pushing. So somebody give me an open... I'm, I'll, I'll modify this, of course, but one of the two of you give me an open doors roll, a D6 roll. You want to do it, Dandy? I rolled a six. 
Uh, you're like, now you can, you know, open doors rolls, you can keep trying, of course. So it's just, it takes longer. It's a bit noisy. You're down there longer. <laughs> okay, finally. Third time is a charm. Third time is a charm. Third time you push that thing up, yes, and you notice you finally it budges, and you notice that it shows an opening under. And what's your light source at this point? Who's got the light source? Is it the lantern? We got still? a torch. Torch. That's here. right. Torch down there. <clears throat> so you don't. So unless you're going to, you know, get closer to that, you know, all you know is that basically you've seen it's open up some sort of hole underneath. Looks like about a ten okay. foot wide hole. Would you, you would think? So they pushed the they 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 haven't opened the box yet, right? They've not opened the box. Okay. It was very very heavy. They finally were able to push that thing and open this hole. Oh, can I hold the torch over the opening? See, does that help see down in there at all? Yeah, sure. Okay, so you take the torch and you show it over there. And James, I think yep. this is you. Yep. So yep. when when Pugsley uh, <laughs> opens the torch, there's lights the torch and peers. Uh, in, you'll see a 10-foot-wide hole will be revealed. I mean, you, you can see you've cracked it open. It took all your effort to move this very heavy box, but you notice the, the hole itself is, is 10-foot-wide. And um, as, as Pugsley peers into the darkness in the hole, uh, he sees what appears to be a whispery shadow of a creature down there that leaps oh, out, out of the hole, and all mm. of a sudden, it's time for initiative. Damn it, where's the clear? And, and can I mention something too, James? Right as all as that was happening too, you also notice right at the same time, down at the bottom, a big, thick book. Yes. But I'll hand it over to James. Yep, that's right. There's, uh, as drop you, the torch down the hole. That's right. So, um, okay, so it's initiative. So I have, uh, actually, I have Brian in the box. So, but you're up on the top. Yep. What do you? What is right, your action? And I'm still holding action. Okay. I'm still holding action, and unless I hear a disturbance and might be needed. Okay. The, uh, the so my Marty, what what's your action, Martin? I I uh, charge the uh, uh, shadowy creature while screaming, "Get down here, priest! Now we need your help." <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Craig. Pugsley? I'm going to try and hit it with my short sword, my magic weapon. So Okay, and then uh, Dandy. The I also attack with my short sword, just magic. Okay, so here's my roll. Uh, the creature got a two. Uh, Brian, what's your Five. Okay, so you guys got it. Nice. All right, so uh, <laughs> Martin's... Uh, she, uh, the, the Mildred screams come down, but you get your attack roll a d20. Uh, miss. Yeah. Um, uh, and this creature is basically, you can't see it, uh, but you know, you saw a little wisp of something and you attempted to swing in its general area and, and you missed. Uh, so, uh, Pugsley, it, uh, you're next. Okay. I got a 17 on my roll plus, plus one for the sword. So 18, 18. And uh, what level are you? Fifth level thief. Fifth, yeah. Eighteen. It'll you be a hit. One armor class. You hit. Okay. So roll your damage. Is it? It's normal. Medium or large? Normal size. Medium. Okay. No, I'm sorry. It's large. I, did. I apologize. Oh, it's large. Oh, I don't know if that's good or bad. What are you attacking with? 
my short sword plus, plus one, so... D8 plus one. Eight, yeah. eight damage, including the plus one. Ooh, uh, so, I don't know, you feel some ectoplasm or something you hit. Uh, it kind of slows through it as you hit it. Uh, you take a good hit. Uh, Dandy? That is an 18 plus one, 19. I hit armor class negative one. All right, that's nice. a hit. You said this large? Large, yes. Sweet. That is uh, 7 plus 1, 8 points of damage. Ooh, that's another substantial hit. Okay, so uh, one, and and it's either, so one of these is going to attack. So uh, Pugsley, unfortunately for you, it's attacking you. Uh. What's your armor class? Okay. Four. Ooh, it strikes with a, a 15. So you get to roll 4d4. Oh, boy. One, three, two, two. So you take, what, nine, uh, eight points of damage, something like that? Yep, I'm unconscious again. Uh, so the uh, you see Pugsley fall down uh, unconscious. Um, so now it's initiative. Uh, so Eslin, you, you're, you're climbing down the hole at this point. Yes. Using the rope, uh, I'll command the skeletons to, uh, protect the King. Okay. And I go down the hole. He seems pleased by that. You know, he kind of nods. Guard the King, not protect him. <laughs> I'm killing later. Uh, my first sevens. All right. So, uh, initiative. Uh, it's same uh, actions, right? You're all doing the same thing, except Brian's character. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay here. He, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Craig's character is just gonna lay. <laughs> He's gonna play dead. All right. So <laughs> good at I, it. I rolled. I rolled a five. Four. All right. So that's now the monsters one. So. Uh, All right. So what happens is the uh, well. Can you before you come back before you go? Can you roll forty four? He, he took off. Okay. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for Craig's for for Pugsley, this creature doesn't seems only interested in attacking him. Pugsley. I rolled nine. You rolled nine. Okay. Well. Yeah. I, I don't know what he was at, but I think if he was unconscious, that's negative, at least negative one. So now he's at negative ten. So unfortunately, you see Pugsley's cap. Uh, this this whirlwind uh, keeps assaulting Pugsley, and Pugsley does not move anymore, and the creature seems to dissipate. Well, he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Right. Could, yeah. So that's gone. So he's at minus ten. Yes. Okay. Um, so right. you, you you drop down and you see the the creature, uh, uh, you know, rendering uh, this this whirlwind of dust and you know shadow, uh, and you see Pugsley's character, which is on the ground, uh, seems to be taking blows and stops moving, and then the 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 the, the area dissipates. Do I recognize this as an undead creature? Uh, make a wisdom check. Okay. 
10 out of 17. Yeah. You, this is not, this is not a undead that you are familiar with. You don't think it's undead. Okay. It may have been some type of enchantment, not an undead. It's not, it's not, it's not necromancy. Okay. So Pugsley, unfortunately for you, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the whatever that creature was that you uh, unleashed when you opened, even though you fell down, it continued to uh, assault your character um, until it was not oh. alive. Don't don't we got to roll for divine intervention? Oh, that's up to yeah. you, Dan. Sure, because we're because we're, yeah, we're all right. Let 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 him roll. Yeah, you can roll. Sure, just roll like Dan, so this thing will never end. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you want me to roll. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he wants to go roll to work. Percentile. He doesn't want to go to work. So, yeah, roll percentile. I mean, if like a giant scorpion can, I should be able to, That's right? right? Well, you'll get a nice bit. 22. 22. Well, uh, I'm sorry. That's close. Yeah. Well, As yeah. we said, you died doing what you love, my friend. You know? Yes. You're, 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 you're headed to, I don't know what plane it is. Screaming in pain. We still have another. <laughs> Screaming in pain. That's such a negative way to look at it. Wow. Right Gosh. side. Right, right side. All right. So, um, you know, you're Tomb Raider. So what if one of you guys died? Whatever. Um, there you are. You've got a stone, uh, big stone chest. That's all that's left. And there's a book on the bottom of this 10-foot pit. Oh, and the book is at the bottom. Did this creature go away? Yes. Yes. Well, uh, where did it go? It dissipated. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it too late to disbelieve? Uh, <laughs> is that is that is that Pugsley say? Does Pugsley say that? Yeah. Who was that? <laughs> Wait on this nightmare. You're not waking up, Pugsley. You're waking up. You erase him. I want to lose him. You have another spell? I guess you take his body back. You wasted uh, that spell on a stone chest. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I was on a scroll. You only had one of them. I only had it once. Oh, okay. Right? James, they can take his body back. Of course they can. That's up to them. Got a portable hole, just throw me in there. Right? Who who said that? I don't know. (laughs) I hear a voice. (laughs) That was Pugsley, but I said I was going to loot his body. Yeah. I was going to take was a portable hole. It's my we spirit. Just throw everything in there. Your spirit. It's, it's either your spirit or their conscience, or a little <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> Ooh, so what are you going to do? You've got a dead Pugsley, and you got a big chest. And a book at the bottom and of the And a book, hole. sorry, and a book. Um, how far Here's down it. How far down to that uh, book? Not far. Ten feet. Ten, like 10 feet. So the road. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, it's 10 foot wide. It's only a couple of feet down. Oh, okay. So we could just hop down there. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, well, Mildred will go check out the the tome, and I guess our other two maybe check out this stone box, or we yeah. do it all together. I'll check Wait, out the box. Back. Okay. All right. I'll just tell you. You open that stone box. There's no problem. It opens, and you find in that stone box what looks like thirty gold ingots. Just you know, this is a fortune. Hey guys, I found twenty gold ingots. <laughs> and was it Mildred looking at the tome? I believe. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yes mildred you know it is like bedazzled it's got like gem encrusted cover which just seems very just the cover alone seems worth thousands of gold pieces and you can just sense this looks like a magical tome you don't know exactly what it is you'd have to identify it but it looks like a magical tome of some kind was this a preteen yeah. girls from the 90s book with the all the bedazzle yeah, on it, exactly. <laughs> the bedazzler, and there's a mat. Yeah, there's a strange magical device down there too. It says bedazzler. You don't know what it is. Hey, hopefully, uh, uh, I, I think it, it's best if you start. Yeah, well, uh, see if you can uh, comprehend what's written in this book. I have the tome over to to uh, uh, Dan. Okay. Zero percent chance to reading languages. And, 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 and I'll just – so we'll, we'll cut to the chase here because at 124, yeah, you would ultimately be able to identify that as a book of infinite spells. So mm-hmm. but, but let me let, – let me, James, if I can now sort of lay out the options that are in front of this party because I think they're significant. You have Stone Fist up there. Stone Fist has – I feel like it's a game show. Stone Fist has offered you – to return to the hold of Stonefist to claim, to reclaim the throne. And it is still the hold of Stonefist. Uh, and so there's certainly a chance that, you know, it, it's his heirs that are on that throne and they may welcome him back. Or you can kill him, take the money, the choice. And I know Mildred is already indicated. She's not interested. I, can, I, I'm open. Why can't we take the money and go with him? Stonefist Stone Fist absolutely wants you to do that, but he wants to say, look, this is mine. You have to understand I will take most of this, but gentlemen, this is a fortune. And if you stay with me, <clears throat> you will help me rule the whole of Stonefist. We will raid into other lands. You will become so much more wealthy with my support and my power. Mm. You will end up being far more wealthy, far more famous Mm. than if you simply take this money. And, Mildred, I appreciate your desire to undo governments. And guess what, Mildred? We shall. We certainly shall. Well, you have me there. I'm on. <laughs> You're easy. Okay. Is it? What do you guys? You guys accept me now? I'll go with Stone Fist. All right. We got two Stone Fists. Uh, I think yeah, it's from Eslian. Is that right? Uh, chaotic neutral. Yeah. She, she's in for it. As long as she gets her uh, some of her perks of a uh, the. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons version of a printing press and someone to help write her books. Oh, <laughs> I just hope we can fix and, and the chance and the chance to continue uh, learning about undead. Oh, will, Boy, I'm, I'm sure I'm, you, I'm sure you get plenty of opportunities to learn es- about undead. Eslian, you shall be chief cleric of the Hold of Stone Fist. Of course, and just to be clear. Of course you can't trust me entirely, and I can't trust you. This is going to be a wonderful relationship. And he laughs. So are we off? I will give him 
uh, my last drink of healing potion so that he's strong enough to make the journey. Excellent. To show uh, that's my uh, token of trust. Excellent. So, lady, lady, and ladies and gentlemen, you make your way back through the Griff Mountains. He's like thrilled. He's horrific looking, mind you. And and yeah, not- he looks like the mummy when the guy came back and he hadn't been yeah. healed yet. Yeah, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> you make he's got, his mouth is like. I don't know. Right, exactly. So you walk in to Vlekstad. Named after him, the capital of the hold of Stonefest, and you present yourself to the. What was first, it? Can, I'm can sorry. We healed, can't we get him healed first? Maybe get those oh. warts and and uh, uh, leprosy or whatever it is off him. Um, ah. Yeah. Make sure that he is um, more presentable. Yeah, if we're if we're running with his, this horse, we should make the horse look as good as possible. <laughs> Excellent idea. Well played. So, James, I assume there's some magics out there with all their money that they would be able to make us yeah, cure, somewhere. Cure, cure and, disease. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. There's uh, can, we raise, can we raise, get Pugsley resurrected, even though he's a dwarf? I, I think a raised dead oh. would work for him, right? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It's just sure. not elves and half-orcs, right? Yeah, all right. You're very noble. All right, so Pugsley is back. Okay. So Pugsley and the Tomb Raiders with Stone Fist, he cleans up well. So you're going to re-enter, right? You're going to re-enter Vlekstad. Stone Fist was going to declare himself the, the ruler of Stone Fist again, which he will have to say, of course, to the current master of the hold, his most grim and terrible might, an ancestor. So, James, I'm thinking reaction roll time. What do you right. think? Right. That's exactly what I was going to say because, A, we're way over and, and right. I want to be respectful of oh, people's no. yeah, time. We'll, we'll do a reaction roll. We'll give them plus 30% because it is the original malevolent uh, lord. And so if you get an enthusiastic reaction – he uh, abdicates. You, everything that you guys wanted happens. Yep. If it's instant, if it's if it's a negative reaction, then we make a uh, we'll make a fifty fifty that everything works out, or you all you're die hard, instantly killed. Because <laughs> you're a threat right. to the throne. Right, uh, exactly. this is going one way or the other. Right. You want me to exactly. roll? Well, uh, I was going to say, while we were getting him healed up and all of the time that we were spending in in hiding, we were buying men-at-arms. You're coming with an army. uh, Yeah, we were coming in with mercenaries. Sure. Well, I mean, if you you make too much of a thing, then people, you know, it's going to be... I mean, you you want to take them by surprise, right? Right. We could be secret. We could be a secret small force. Twenty because because if if people find out the you know the original uh, Stone Fist was coming back, certainly the heirs would marshal their forces, which I don't think you'd want to do. Maybe they should just join us. We'll do a quick roll for combat. We'll just do these as easy rolls if that happens, right? So we, right. we should start with a reaction roll. Let's see what the reaction roll is. Yeah, this may go well. So this is a big decision. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a plus, uh, um, nineteen. So ba- or yeah, plus twenty. I'll give it plus twenty. So unless you roll, uh, 
so the worst that could happen is is hostile immediate action. It won't be in, so. Someone make their percentage roll. Seventy-seven. Ah. Oh, so there you go. Ninety-seven. So that's enthusiastic. Yes, immediate acceptance. Yes. He realizes finally this is what happens. Good. Yes, they see who it is. They are all in awe. They cannot believe it. Immediately renounces the throne to Stonefist. He becomes master of the hold again. It is a stunning turn of events. He is true to his word. He likes you guys. You are, you sit by his side. You get different positions of honor. You are, Eslian, yes, you are the chief cleric of the hold of Stonefist. Um, obviously, you've got the two thieves are jointly operating the thieves guild and are operating all sort of affairs like that. And Mildred, you are, of course, the sorcerer extraordinaire who sits by his side, much like Merlin. And yes, Mildred, there is wars in the neighboring realms where you topple governments, creating anarchy. You love it. Wonderful. Congratulations, gentlemen. You. But over time, you know, unfortunately <laughs> for you, individually, you grow apart, your power grows, and eventually each of you be- become, uh, he betrays you and he makes you one of these. That's what eventually he does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's down the road. That's way down the road. That's like 20 years from now. I stand yes. behind the cleric. That's later. That that was what he did to his son, by the way. Oh, yeah, that was his son on the way out, which he would have, yes, that's what he did to his son, as you would see. Um, his son had, and he his son was plotting against him, and so the dad tricked him, had him put on this amulet, which when he dies, turns him into a mummy. He then kills the son, who turns into a mummy, and he then hammers him to the wall. That was the north. When he did the Augury spell, you would have found his son, that's a Janelle Jayquay's drawing, one of my favorites. He would have been, you would have found him nailed there, and his wife is trapped in another room in there in a vat. So probably on the way out, he would have gone there and destroyed the mummy, and um, who knows what he would have done with his wife. So, but uh, yes, there it is. Off really? the end. Very good. Good. Yeah, thank you so much for playing. Thank great you. game, guys. Thanks, guys. You guys did great. Yeah, thank you for the adventure. Yeah, thank you for hosting. Sure, you're welcome. Sure. So the adventure it comes from the uh, Janelle Jayquay's book of treasure uh, maps, uh, Judges Guild, 1979, and the adventure. It's a series of adventures all dealing with maps, and the name of the adventure is Tomb of Aethering the Damned. We just changed it to Stone Fist, of course, since this was Greyhawk Con to give it a Greyhawk flavor. Great. And the idea of the book is that uh, if you if you give out treasure maps, these are maps, these are built-in adventures you could plug into your campaign. So, <clears throat> done in 1979. So, uh, again, thank you so much for those who stuck through four hours and 35 minutes of that, watching that. They are the true heroes. Um, uh, again, short version. That's right. No, that was that was right. that was it's a short grog talk episode. Short grog talk. So, had a good time. We really appreciate. Uh, all our patrons for supporting us. Uh, it's because of them that we we are allowed to keep this going and defer some of the costs. We have a great time, and we'll be probably doing this again shortly. So on behalf of Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we will see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. 
This has been a Bushy Puppy production. All rights reserved.